listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I hear you talking a lot, but um. Uh huh. I hear you talking a lot, but um. Nice. Uh, I hear you talking a lot, but um. I hear you talking a lot. Let's go likes, camera, action. You on top of me. Those are fractions. So focus in math class. Cause that ass is mine when I roll through. Go and roll too. Call them LLs. But my cool J's are cool grades. Ain't this what you asked for? I'm in the lobby front desk by the double glass doors. Calm down. Cause the shit that I've been sipping where I was sitting. Had a nigga like, hmm, yeah, make a decision. So I did. Walked over to you. Talked slower to you. Now I'm hoping you'd understand that the upper hand is mine this time. Girl, be fine with that. Give me your love for a night and I'll be Kind with that, and I ain't saying you a ten, but you over nine. Find my game interesting. Now it's overtime. I know you up there naked with the lights down. Elevator, please get me to this ninth floor right now. I gotta get that. I hear you talking a lot, but um. I hear you talking a lot, but um. This a one night stand, and I'm the one right now. This a one night stand. Now that Henny got me feeling real friendly, mellow. That conjure got you like bonjour, hello. I'm classy. Of course you are, just leave the doors ajar. I want to see you in your drawers and bra. Pretty round brown size 60 cup, we up all night. all night. And that's all right, maybe head game crazy. Ivy leaking, pink and greening, no crimson, but she creaming. I hit it on the bed, on the wall, on the floor. And the red light's bright as that camera records. She's into that kinky shit, that handcuffed me, fuck roughly. Porn star pinky shit, I need a second. Catching my breath in without a question Fucking on the ninth floor in the western Now she's staring at me with them pretty wide brown eyes on course She ready for round Aisha Aisha So glad to meet you See you in the schoolyard strolling with your teacher The little skirt you played was really fly So she turned around and winked her I Stepped to her like I knew her The bib is cool But Romel is cooler The bell rang cause I started to talk yet the class is not there no more hey welcome to the black out to podcast oh, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I do not think those are the correct lyrics <laughs> we're the rod and karen and we're in the house for another episode and we finally got the whole posse together on a thursday yeah, it's been a while justin been sneaking up on will's record of being the most uh, the the most being having the most appearances on the show with us. That's all right. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just start coming and sitting outside the door and yelling shit. Does that count? <laughs> I got a room here though. I got. <laughs> I done moved in. <laughs> in case people only recognize uh, from the last three weeks, then they should already know the first man I'm gonna introduce. Justin, say what's up to everybody, man. What's going on, fans of the Black Guy Who Tips? This is your boy Jay Rhyme Over Reason on Twitter. That's right. And then, of course, we also have my man, Will. What's up, everybody? What's up, ladies? <laughs> I was going to say, oh, do we don't really so. need an introduction? Like, do you just say swords? Do you just... <laughs> well, sword, Honorable Sword Master Will is uh, another another one of his many, many names. Yes. Uh, Master of Sword Ratchetness. Um, I wonder if Will, Will, do people that own swords, do they teach y'all a secret handshake? Or anything no like man, that. it's it's all about the look, man. 
There's no unity to swords. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the problem. No, <laughs> when is the last time you ever seen two niggas with swords fight? Exactly, that's the problem. No, no, they get along. We down. But their own swords get along. Last last week we had a dude that gave his girlfriend a sword and then uh, uh, challenged her to a duel before he stabbed her. No, I'm saying saying, saying love her. No, I'm saying like the people that actually (laughs) buy the swords, like when he go to the store, the dude will be like, all right, you part of the fraternity now. Right. Go our secret handshake. I'll show this to anybody. I don't think they have any true unity. <laughs> like, it's not like the NRA where you gotta register and everybody knows who's who and they meet at the sword range. And you're like, oh, Will, you gonna practice your sword this week? No, they just be like, I got a sword, nigga. And then they just start rolling around unsupervised and shit. Like I said, there has never been no sword on sword violence. Which means y'all just more ratchetness for us to deal with. <laughs> I mean, that, that means we cool with each other. We down. Uh, All that bullshit y'all be going through. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, Will is in the building, um, and uh, if you're listening to this, you should know by now. But you listen to theblackoutists.com, which is uh, where you can go to our website and do all kinds of shit, uh, like read our uh, blogs. You can join our forum. Uh, you can look at the pretty pictures on the latest blog that we have about cooking, because you know I cook now and I take pictures of it and stuff. And I don't cook hard. I, you know, we cook medium yes, in sir. this house because we can't afford to go as hard as Eli James no. does. Some <laughs> of that stuff we probably can't even afford. I'm like, what is that? How much does that cost per pound? Yeah, he has types of cheeses I've never heard. It sounds like one of the alien races off Star Trek or some shit. <laughs> like, I've never heard of this cheese. Like, the board cheese. <laughs> yes. The board cheese. I have to get my, step my game up there. Yeah, get you some of that Klingon sauce. <laughs> like, oh, this shit is delicious. But, uh, yeah, so so I got pictures, and people have been submitting pictures, mm-hmm. and we're getting a lot of a lot of participation. You know, every day I get a couple of emails of people's pictures of their food for me to post on the blog, so people can check that out. Um, of course, you can always donate to the show there. Um, obviously, we love when people donate to the show. It's the most direct method of giving money to the show and showing support. And uh, yep, yep. you can do recurring donations, which is awesome. You know, shows that you really depend on the the show, you know, it's kind of like a little bill. You don't have to, it doesn't have to be much. I think it's as low as five dollars. And uh, I think the highest is 50, but we don't really have a podcast catered to rich people, so mm-hmm. nobody signed up for that yet. But you know, God willing, Dwight Howard will hear this or something. <laughs> people are like, y'all stop me from being a simp. Thank you. <laughs> I have you to thank. Uh, but uh, also, uh, when you're there, you can um, leave comments and vote in the polls. After every show, we have a poll. And people can vote in it, and then you can leave a comment on there, and some people kind of go back and forth with each other. And we read all this stuff on the feedback show that we do every Saturday. On the feedback show, wake up Saturday morning about 10 a.m. if Karen's not running late. Um, <laughs> and then we do a live show, and people can call in 704-557-0186 and talk to us live on the air. Um, and of course, you can email the show theblackouttips at gmail.com. Um, so we thank everybody for that shit. Of course, the official weapon of the show is... The Taser. And the unofficial sport... Is Bullet Ball. And Bullet Ball Extreme. Of course, Will. I knew you was going to be course, on top man. of that. Yes, people started getting on Rod. They were like, Rod, I hadn't heard Bullet Ball Extreme in two episodes. <laughs> now, this is one of my favorite episodes ever. But it just started. Nobody even knows what I'm going to talk about. Mm-hmm. But it's one of my favorite because it's sponsored. That's Woo! right. It's always... A good time to get paid to do podcasting. Yes, it is. Um, today's podcast is brought to you by Auditions, Do's, and Don'ts. Don'ts. Oh. Yes. 
That's right. Shit you should do and shit you shouldn't do when you're doing an audition. And it's pretty um pretty important for actors and people in the entertainment field because you like to think that once you're out of the uh, actual, you know, the nine to five cubicle market, that you can just go and make it on your talent. Surprise, fool! You still need interview skills. That's right. I would hope so. When I when we went down and feel, uh, recorded with Shadow Dog Productions, uh, my man Nathaniel J. Brown gave me one of the firmest handshakes of my life, son. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for that shit. <laughs> the worst is when they catch you right, uh, right on in front of your knuckles. And yes. You can't get no grip. I wasn't even prepared. I, I was. I didn't know. I didn't know he was on his interview skills like that. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was a casual. I was about to dap him and shit. Like, oh, what's up, brother? Oh, oh, let it go. <laughs> but I, I tried to play it off. You know how you do that thing where it hurts, but you look him in the eye like it don't. Like, <laughs> what, nigga? Why your tears well? Or <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My hands are made of stone. Ouch, please let go. Please let go, sir. It always makes me feel awkward. Like, when I'm getting ready to actually dap somebody up, but they give you the handshake. Like, that's an awkward moment. I'm thinking we're cooler than that when we passed the handshake. Yeah, and we was like the only two brothers in there, so I assumed we was going to dap. Which is racist on my part. I don't know why I assumed that. If it, like it, you know that's fucked up and that's racist because if a white dude would have did me like that, I'd be like, oh, so I can't give a handshake like everybody else? But you know what? That I shit, got to give dap? That shit happens everywhere because I was walking down the hall. And this white man was walking by, speaking to everybody in the past. He's like, good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, what's shit? I can't yeah, get a good morning. Yeah. <laughs> like, nah, nigga, you <laughs> get the head. Nah, He's nah, walking nah. out all hi ho <laughs> Wiggly diggly. What's up, my nigga? I find myself <laughs> doing it all the time. I give it other black people. The yeah. head nod and then like, what's up? It's and then nice with the, Yeah, you know, with the other cultures and races just being like, how you doing? But this was a white man doing this shit to me, though. Yeah, but I mean, it could be worse. Like, if somebody's Asian and you bow to them or something, like, <laughs> way, way more awkward. Yeah, like, why the fuck did you do that? We don't even do that in America. Well, if he said, what's up, up, my nigga? Suppose he said, what's up, my nigga? Oh, the yeah. straight HR got paid. <laughs> <laughs> it was with the A, not the ER. I don't care. I want to get paid. It all sounds the same in my ears. But Audition Do's and Don'ts is a one-hour instructional video about common mistakes even seasoned actors make when auditioning for production companies, uh, what have you been doing wrong at auditions? Huh, actors? What kind of shit are you doing? one in Charlotte the top of this month. Yes. Oh, so that's why some of, some of y'all who screwed up, some of y'all examples might be in this video. Yeah, you might want to get on this video. <laughs> I haven't showed up. I think that's my problem. Yeah, well, that is probably step one. I don't yes. even think that's covered in the video, but yeah, <laughs> you should probably show up to the audition. Um, what can you be doing right? See, he doesn't just bash you. They don't just tell you how you fucking up. They also come in and say, hey, this is how you get better, buddy. And what makes you look like a total amateur redneck to Hollywood casting directors? Well, damn. Mm-hmm. Yes, there are things. Now, of course, if you're being casted for the role of a total amateur Hollywood redneck, then yes, maybe you want to come in story. like that, yes. you know? Maybe you come in with some uh, Confederate flag clothes and on. And overalls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just, you just walk Chewing in. Chewing on a piece of wheat. Yeah. <laughs> you know how you can tell you're a redneck? Um, so you can find out with this DVD. It's only $6 plus shipping. And you can check it out. I'll put a link to it on the site after the show so everybody can go and download. Oh, well, not download it. Buy it. And then you get an actual physical DVD for people that remember when we used to not steal shit off the internet. We could get it physically in our hands. I don't know. Old school right there. They're going old school on us, don't you? You show a kid a cover, they probably be like, what is that? 
<laughs> like, oh, it's the cover. It comes with uh, a CD. It doesn't it got, play. No, it, it got does pictures not play. In it. Oh, yeah. It has the lyrics and everything. I don't, I don't think no. that. I don't think you know what you're talking about, sir. No. <laughs> it's pretty sure. Move. Pretty sure you downloaded off Mediafire and you figured the lyrics out on your own. Sometimes they actually have a fact about the artist. Yeah, occasionally. Man, even when I bought CDs, I didn't even read the cover and shit. What? I love the Outkast cover. Still trying to figure out who that nigga is on the last page of the first Outkast album. <laughs> just trying to figure out who he's never seen him again after that. Yeah. Like his I don't know why his picture is ingrained in my mind. Like I just, who was he? The best thing about all the Outcast covers was the titties. Yes. Yeah. I love Outcast just like yeah. I like I would buy the album just to open it up first, like, yes, titties were in here again. Congrats, thank you, Andre. Alien titties too with that. Yeah. Thank you, Andre and Big Boy. Not like Snoop Dogg. He used to give you pictures and cartoons and shit. And I don't, I mean, cartoon dog titties, mm, not high on my list of titties. <laughs> yeah, yeah Afrocentric body paint black titties, mm, uh, magnifique. <laughs> it's the top of the list. It just touched the narrative in me. Yeah. <laughs> Man, um, so, alright. Last night I was watching Coming to America, right? Yes. And, uh, of course, this is probably one of the greatest comedies ever, of if not the greatest for me. Um, and I, I was, as I was watching as a grown man for the 50th million time. Yes. I, this one scene stuck out as the most unbelievable in the film. And, and I and I never realized it until last night. But the scene where Lisa McDowell is going on a date with the king for the first time. Now, I'm not saying it's unbelievable that she gave him a shot, which is already pretty unbelievable. Let's be honest. A woman coming from that type of background with that much money. Dating the, dating the nigga that works at McDonald's for minimal McDowell's pressure from my dad. Right, he act and the sister act just like the dad. Exactly. So it's very unbelievable. But I say that's cool. You know, maybe that could happen. She would at least give him a shot. You know, you never know. Um, so she tries to go to his apartment because he's supposed to cook for her. But earlier in that morning, he had told Simi to hook the apartment up because Simi kept bitching all the damn time. Yeah. And, and I'll get to Simi in a second. Matter of fact, let me write that down. But uh, all right. So, so, so he they go on his, you know, go to his house in the projects or tenements if you're from New York and you don't like saying projects for some reason. Oh. Some nigga corrected me last <laughs> night. Like it's not projects, it's the tenements. It was roaches and rats, dog. Roaches and rats. <laughs> the outline. Yeah, they had the body outline when he got it. Damn shame what they did to that dog. Like, it's, dog. Hey, trust me, I know some projects when I see them. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, they throw a trash out the window. Yeah, you know, I don't think we need to clarify. No, uh, tenement. Uh, anyway, man, uh, fucking Twitter is the best for that shit. Rollo falling down the steps. Right. It's, man, so alright. So, so basically, um, he goes to the apartment, the roach infested place. And then he gets ready to go in. Simi opens the door. He's got a hot tub, big screen TV, yes. all that shit. The place is clean. And so he's like, we can't go in because he don't want her to know that he's rich. He's trying to find a woman that wants him for him, not for his money, right? Uh, which I would say at that point, you could already, the game's over. Just stop. If she came to the projects with you, knowing her background, she's a keeper, he sir. Yeah, he won. She is a keeper. You don't even need to stop faking, take the McDonald's money back or whatever. She's light-skinned, too. You know the stereotype of light-skinned. Yeah, exactly. Light-skinned <laughs> in the 80s and shit? Come on, man. Um, but, uh, all right. So, so my man basically you know, tells her. Eddie Murphy comes back out like, nah, we can't, we can't kick it in here. We got to go. So, now, so on top of him, he was going to cook for her, remember. So on top of that, now he's no longer cooking for her. He's kicking her out, saying, look, we got to go somewhere else to sit down to eat. They go to a restaurant. It's a nice restaurant. Um, he can't afford to pay for it. 
And then the most unbelievable thing in the world happened. She picked up the tab and was cool. Yeah, she did. And I, I was like, yo, that's highly fucking improbable. Highly improbable. I don't even know. I don't know if I know one dude that's had the first date paid for by the chick because he didn't have it. Like, it's different. Like, she didn't ask this nigga, like, hey, uh, well, since you can't cook, let me let me take you out to eat. Like, they just went and she impromptu picked up the check. Like, I don't know. Maybe. It wasn't an issue. It wasn't a conversation about it. No. It was just. <laughs> she was just like, no, no, King. I know that you, that you I, I know what kind of money you make. I got it. She talked shit on Facebook about it when he got home, though. That, that's what I'm saying. Well, see, the thing is, man, that, that's what makes that movie so classic. Like, every time you watch it, literally 30 something years, you'll find yeah. something new each and every time. But did y'all ever feel like, um, uh, first of all, have y'all ever been on a date, a first date where a woman paid for no, it? No, nope. Yeah, I don't know any dude. Like, and that was the thing, uh, my girl, I think it's AAW96 or something like that. I forget her number on the Twitter, but... Like, she was like, no, 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 I paid for dates before, you know, it's not that unbelievable, I don't know why you find, I'm like, uh, I, do you know any women, number one, because I find that highly unbelievable, two, first date, she was like, no, okay, you got me there, of course not, nobody is doing, I'm doing, one of my friends, and he's not, he hadn't been on the show, he was my roommate for a while in college, but one of my friends, he had, it was his birthday, and he was, he was broke, and this chick liked him. And she called him up and was like, what are you doing for your birthday? And he's like, I'm broke. I'm just staying home, chilling in the dorms. No big deal. And she's like, no, no, no. You should do something nice for your birthday. Um, he's like, listen, I, I would love to see you. But I don't have any money. I don't have any money. I'm broke. Uh, we can take a walk or some shit. But <laughs> it's free. College you know, life. Right. It's college. It's college. Right. So she's like. Well, look, I got you. Why don't we just go to a movie or something? And he's like, uh, if you want to, but I'm broke. And she's like, I don't worry, I got it. So she picks him up, drives him to the movies. They get to the movie theater. It's time to buy tickets. And she's like, how much tickets, whatever, you know, they give him the, okay, here's how much it is. And then she turns to him and goes, you ain't got no money? And he was like, I told you I'm, I'm broke. So she bought the tickets and got an attitude. But he told her up front. Right. That's my point. <laughs> then later on, they now remember he didn't have enough money for like a five dollar movie ticket. She's like, I'm hungry, let's get something to eat. Goes to Pizza Hut or some shit. It was like, um, so you got any money to pay for your food at least? It's like I'm I'm broke. <laughs> I spent all my money on my ticket. Yeah, like I don't know if you understand broke, but broke is not a transitory thing that changes. Without money exchanging hands. College, yes. yeah, college broke and working broke is two different broke. You and college she, broke, you broke broke. And she knew it was in college, like she knew better. And then, okay, then this girl worked at the radio station, alright? So then, after she uh, doesn't, you know, he can't pay for his meal, she pays for his food, takes him back to the dorm, and she doesn't call him for a while. And he's like, okay, that's weird, you know, but. Apparently she had some hangups about paying for the dude's meal, right? Turns on the radio. This trick is on the radio talking shit about him. Not saying his name, but just saying like, I took this, you know, we're talking about bad dates that you went on. And then she starts going in on how she had to pay for everything. This dude didn't have no money. And I'm like, see, that's what I expect. 
That's what I expect. <laughs> for better or for worse, in this society, in America, I expect you don't pay for shit and women don't flip, flip the fuck out. I'm sorry. Like, so The best you can hope to get is to go Dutch. Be like, hey, look. Right. I got mine. <laughs> you got yours. That's I can't right. really get yours right now. Yeah. That's the most, like, that's a keeper, too. Yeah, if you right. go Dutch, that's a keeper. Like, yeah, yeah. you got your own? I got some head on the first day. I was like, yes. I thought that was winning. Like, yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You never get that. Like, you pay for everything, and you like, she touched my dick. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I won tonight. Yeah, you like, you happy. Like, okay, yeah, we're going to hang out again. <laughs> yes, second, yes, second date approved. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like pre-approved credit card. Like, it's pre-approved. A, a jump off is different. You just go straight to fucking. You don't go out right. and hang out with it like yeah, that. So, you, like, the date is, can we go to the movie? Uh, and I mean Netflix on my couch. By the time. <laughs> I was gonna say like, in college I did. I ain't never date. Yeah. <laughs> like, would, you like, date. would you like to watch a movie? Yes. Cool because I have half baked in my room. <laughs> I'd be like every movie. I have every movie. I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like look, I got an just a DVD collection. I'm sure there's something here that you have. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Pick I, one I'm out. In college, bro, we've had to bust the piggy banks to get enough money. I think me and Roger could both eat at CC's for what five dollars and some change. Mm-hmm. No, I used to go to the diner hall on campus with plastic bags. It's still the cereal. I had put cartons of milk in my bag. Just still everything you could from the dining hall. We had no money. Dog, I remember looking at no gas in the tank. You know, go to CC's. Can't afford no drinks. You got to get water. water. You, but we used to know shit to like the penny on taxes. Like, oh yeah, five ninety eight. Oh, plus the tax. Uh, okay, <laughs> so that's six thirty four. All right, so we need six thirty four. We can eat. Yes. See, a date for me was we'll meet. We'll play some spades. We're going to leave early while my roommate continues to stay in place space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did. The other thing, too, is uh, this is before. I was never on, like, Black Planet. And all the, oh, oh, all the, all the, yeah, all the pussy mobiles. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember my brother told me, you talking about some encounters. I was like, God damn, is that easy? <laughs> no, it was so easy. Was I was like, you know, I felt like the first time a caveman saw somebody else light a fire. Like, what the fuck? I'm thinking about the time I got on Black Planet, like, my space was already out. And I was like, I'm not, this is too much work to make this account. Like, I don't <laughs> no, Yo, Black Planet, you can do like HTML on your page yeah, and no, shit. My Black Planet page was so high. At first, I got <laughs> <laughs> I just go there just to learn HTML. And then I started getting bitches. I was like, damn, this this easy. <laughs> <laughs> shit, I was on all the motherfucking pages, the Carolina Cuties, all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I had over a million hits on my page. My damn. nephew was the one that was showing me a lot of black people. I was like, damn, nigga, what you feel like? Oh, I'm in hug. I don't mean hug. I was like, yeah. word? <laughs> yeah, man. My brother told me a story. I was just like, yo. <laughs> like, I'm glad crazy. I didn't know about this shit. Doing <laughs> right. my whole life. Um, the other thing, the other thing uh, that I wanted to mention too about coming to America, there is a huge misconception out there that Semi, played by Arsenio Hall, who is the servant, right hand man, the Prince of King, is some sort, of, some sort of a traitor, some sort of a bad guy in the movie, and that is one hundred percent false. You, you took this nigga from sitting high on the hall to living in the projects. I'd be pissed at your ass, too. Yeah, Simi should be in the Homeboy Hall of Fame. Dead. Yeah. First ballot. No questions asked. These were supposed... If everybody remembers the story, they were supposed to leave Africa, go to New York, and get as much pussy as possible in like a, a, a 60-day period or some shit. And, and come back, back, and he could get and he could get married. He had his clothes stolen and all that shit. 
Yes. Did you ever stole in the very beginning? Prince of King pulled the Ogie duck on this nigga. When they got there, he's like, alright, dog, we're cutting our hair and we're gonna go get jobs at McDonald's. Come on, man. Like, that is, that is completely opposite of what my man Sydney was ready for, dog. They went to the club like one time and that was it for Simi. He was supposed to sit in the room. Remember, they never had clips of Simi going out doing shit by himself. It's just Simi sitting in the motherfucking broke ass apartment with, with no heat and shit, waiting for uh, Hakeem to come home and tell him how great all this all these times with Lisa were. For him to brag about not getting some pussy. Yes. yes. He was trying to talk sense to this nigga like, come on, son. You know this is stupid, man. He even told him, these bitches ain't even that fine compared to all of them. He's like, like house. these are the best women Queens has to offer. Pick one. Let's, Let's go. go. <laughs> he was so real. <laughs> he was so real, dog. But when people act like he was a snake, man, the only lie that he told actually benefited the prince when uh, this, the greedy-ass uh, sister came over there because she yes. thought she figured out uh, one of them was the prince and he basically lied and said it was him which basically cleared up a king to go get with Lisa. So at every step of the way he had a king's back. But some people still think this dude was a piece of shit. He watched one of those. He watched? Dog. He had a milkshake thrown on He him. stopped a fucking robbery with a broom. Man, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you disease Renazer's pistol. <laughs> man, that motherfucker was. I'm sorry, dog. He's a homeboy Hall of Fame. He parked cars in the snow. I would have left a king yes. like a, maybe <laughs> two days into the shit. If we got up there, he's like, yo, man, here's, what, here's the plan. Um, remember how I said we was going to come here and get bitches? Yeah, we're not getting bitches. Um, here's what we're going to do, though. We're going to go get some minimum wage jobs at McDowell's, right? Shave our hair, and we're going to live in this motherfucking apartment where somebody just got killed, man. What you think about that? Simmy? Simmy, where you going, dog? Are you, oh. are you just going to hop on the bus? You hop back on the plane. So like, it's nothing. There's no window in the apartment either. Yeah. No, nice. this, this is what should have happened when he got the credit card and he tricked out the apartment with the hot tub and the big screen and everything. That's where he fucked up. What he should have done is got his own apartment. Right. On the other side of town. Right. And be like, hey, look, man, I'm going to go uh, look for some women for us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go look for a queen for you. Well, he knew he I'll be back in three far. days. He knew he can't go too far. He knew he'd be in trouble with the king. Well, that's also why he's in the Homeboy Hall of Fame because he didn't. He had so many opportunities to get the fuck out of there. And, and even in his telegram, he didn't try to be like, look, man, king. You need to come get your boy. Your boy fucking up. Like, he was actually like, man, just send us some more money. I'm going to try to make this shit work. You know? Fuck that. Dude, man, Simi was the man for hey, me. he was, though. He's he better man. Better, he told that dude he better nothing. better friend than any of us. Like, yes. He told that dude, he told Akeem nothing but good advice. Like, even if it was contrary, because if you think about it, Akeem's on a fool's errand. He left his homeland. We well, had the perfect woman that would do anything that he wanted. <laughs> like, like a dog. Yeah, most hop on one foot. You know, most people's definition of, you know, I'm a king, I'm running shit. He left that because he wanted to find true love in New York. And then as soon as Simi hopped off that plane and realized how fucking ratchet New York was, he was like, this shit is not going to happen here, dog. None, none of this shit is like home, man. He gave up sex with his baby. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Let me get one of them. Man, remember that Gabriel Union? I mean, that Gabriel Union. Garcia Bubo? Yes. Remember, remember his punishment was uh, the king was like, Yes. Since you, he's like, since you've been uh, up to no good, you need to come back and stay in our suite. You're <laughs> the Waldo Astoria, where you will remain until the, uh, the trip is over. 
And he was like, and he turned to the invaders. He was like, and watch him thoroughly. He was like, yes, yes, King. Thank you. Like, dude, he won, but but yo, he like on the real day, like I, Hakeem, Hakeem was treating him like he was like he wasn't shit, but. He had his back way more than I would have, dog. Yes, and, and I guess I had seen that movie so long. I didn't realize how hilarious that movie was. It was funny when he was talking in the office when they had uh, came to McDonald's. Number one, he was talking on a burger phone. He's, he's talking about Mr. McDonald's. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. McDonald's. He was talking on a burger phone. And when he came in and he said, the people out there to see you, he said, is it McDonald's? Yes. <laughs> still, I still want that burger. Mr. McDonald's handbook. Did he, he read? <laughs> yes. Yes. He was through the McDonald's yeah. handbook. Like, Cats don't get that. He told him, son, if you want to stay out the drugs, he said, if you want to work here, stay out the drugs. Like, he was... <laughs> I like when he realized Akeem was a prince and he was trying to play it off. And Akeem came in and he was like, well, earlier he would just be like, you know, get the fuck out of here. But he came in and was like, hey, Akeem, good to see you. Have a seat. <laughs> hey, no, I'm going to tell you the trip was when your boy, I think it's Louis Anderson, his name. Yeah, yeah, Louis you started where I was. He was like, just think in three years, you'll be on fries. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> then he like, you're making the shakes or something. And that's when the big bucks started on the deal. Then he said, now I'm washing lettuce. <laughs> but in three months, I'll be on fries. <laughs> and after that, that's when the big bucks started on the fuck? As a kid, I was like, for real? That's how it worked? <laughs> my man said, what about my man Sam Jackson, though? I'm going to stall me, fatty. so good dude but yeah Simeon's Hall of Fame dog um so last time last time we had a show we had um Bokeen and Miss Chartreuse mm-hmm. from the Consumption Junction podcast mm-hmm. and um we were just talking to them about random stuff and it was really funny a lot of people really enjoyed the show um and one of the things I, Bokeen made me think about was there's no way to prove you're not racist true like if somebody act like if I said well man you racist how you gonna prove? How can you prove that you're not racist right now? Marry a white woman. See, even then, I can still. Well, you just did that shit to try to hide your racism, brother. Like, there's no, there's no I'm way. Like, I'll be like, you got me. Like, you like, damn. Man, I thought it was gonna work, but there's no way around being accused of racism, man. So, so I was like, what if you use good stereotypes and you just try to make it seem like you racist in a good way? You like, oh, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm not racist. I actually believe that. Black people can have good credit scores. Like, I. <laughs> <laughs> That's <was> a good one, Rod. <laughs> it's like you just sound like a sarcastic racist. Like, I, white men do have large penises. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm not racist. But, um, anyway, man. Um, you know how they say, I read an article another two weeks ago. It said the post office is losing money. Yeah, they've been losing a lot. A lot. We had somebody write our show that works in the post office. And he was saying that, you know, he thinks it's like a threat that they're hovering over the public to make people be like, oh, uh, the post office is going out of business. They need to raise the cost of stamp, price of stamps again. And, you know, that they'll eventually will relent to the one or two cent in stamps um, or whatever it is. It could be 10 cent. People, I mean, do people really mail shit that much anymore? I don't they mail nothing. Do, but not like they used to. I mean, with the advent of email, I can't imagine mail, mailing anything other than a package. The only time 
a lot of people maybe send out mail is the people that don't pay um, <clears throat> during their taxes. Right. That's it. Yeah, or we the people that charge fees. I can't believe it. They do charge fees for to uh, online or they charge like certain fees. Now, them motherfuckers get a check in the mail with a stamp. Well, then yeah. that, no. I mean, I oh, can man, think, I can think yeah. that maybe uh, legal documents. Yeah, but most, like of, that. most of the time that's sent FedEx or somewhere where yeah. you can. Uh, I'm just, you know, I'm just I'm talking about for the everyday life. The last time I mailed something out was I think I sent off my statement. I did my federal. Right. Like that I'm was. Get mad when I had to use a stamp. Even then, you gotta you can e-file now and stuff. So. That's what I mean with the e-file. I yeah. think I e-filed my federal, but my state state you had to mail. Put in the mail. That was because um, I didn't want to pay the extra ten dollars. So so okay, they're they're losing all this money. And everybody that's been in the post office, I'm sure, has had this experience before. But if y'all are losing money at the post office, then why the fuck you got an attitude when I come in there to mail 15 packages for my eBay sales or some shit? Because like, they oh my god, work? Nigga, you need work. No, I don't know if you read the news. Apparently, y'all aren't doing too well. But you should be fucking glad when I walk in there with all them boxes, dog. You shouldn't be rolling your eyes like I'm ready to take my break. No, this is your opportunity to stay employed. That is bullshit. And then you're going to hit me up in the news with a sympathy story about how I should feel bad about the post office working. You don't get to have an attitude no more. I'm sorry. The attitude was part of the, the, the when, we, when we were overpaid. Now you you almost say got a job. You got to start being a little more chipper when motherfuckers walk in. That's my yeah, thing. They work on customer service. Yeah, they're just mad because they always have the fact that they about to lose their job hanging over their head. It's like, well, should you lose this job? You ain't going to have no job. So yeah. I'd be pissed off, too, if everybody was always talking about my job right about to get cut and I had to worry about not having the job all the time. The thing is, is I think the people that work at a desk might lose their job, but... They always had the opportunity to go actually deliver some mail. Those motherfuckers don't never be out of work. This motherfucker just try <laughs> to sit in the office. office try who to should have food. a good? Who should have a good attitude about it? Then yeah, make me want to keep your ass employed. So when I see that story about y'all raising stamp prices, I could be like, you know what? I like Bob. Fuck it, give him his five cents. Because it's, it's always more houses being built, more apartments where somebody got to deliver their mail. And right. it's always going to be the junk mail coming to your house. Um, coupons and Pizza Hut, all that other shit. So they're going to always need somebody to deliver the mail. So, you know, you can go postal if you want to. But yeah, I mean, that's your yeah. ass, Mr. Postman. Because my, because my thing is this. If you piss me off, I can pay a little bit more and just go FedEx and UPS. That's less money for you. I mean, the thing to me is, like, look at the DMV. They have attitudes about everything. None of them motherfuckers are happy ever. But they treat you like a piece of shit. But they also don't beg you for anything. They just raise prices on your punk ass. And that's just the new price. Yeah. How many times have you walked in and been like, Yeah, I gotta get my license removed. Uh, $40. Yeah, that'd be $45. Uh, it was last time. Last time. Yes. Well, look, sir, sir, there's a line. I don't have time. Matter of fact, I'm on break. I'm on break. Yes. Talk to Sharonda. Yes. All right, time for that. Right and it's a five. And not on top of that, it's five dollars that you gotta pay in cash. We don't take this on credit card yeah. or anything like that. Like, sir, is that a check? No, cash only. Cash only. Get to the back of the line. Your receipt is your license. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like they, they are so much more gangster with the way that they handle their business, and that's why they, they get more don't respect. Give a damn. Like I, like post office. If you begging for money, you need to have a smile on your face. Yes, I come in there. You be like, yes, we know stamps are expensive, but you would you like these fifty dollar breast cancer stamps? No. Yeah, the post Hell office. No. The post office is like homeless people that don't have a talent. 
Like, you don't have a talent, you can't get an attitude when I don't give you some money. But the dudes that's actually out playing, like, guitar or some shit, hey, I understand. I understand how he gets mad. Because he's like, I'm playing beautiful music, and y'all just gonna walk by me like it's normal. But, fuck that, man. A homeless dude playing a guitar, he got cash sitting in his hand. Go cash that shit in. <laughs> so obviously, obviously, you're not utilizing the resources in front of you. So no. That's like a homeless person with a motherfucking dog. I ain't giving you money. No, you that, now, see, I have the opposite. Uh, I don't mind you having something as if you entertain me. Because yeah, basically, am. basically, you out there, you came up with a strategy. I respect, I respect that hustle. You came up with a strategy, which is, if you accept the same thing that I do, human beings are shitty and don't give a fuck about you. Yep. What you, what you had, your job is to make me give a fuck about you. Yep. You just laying there on the ground with a sign like, uh, your hand I, out. I'm just trying to get high. That's not gonna no, get me to move so, anything. No. So, but you out there doing some so, dancing or or like singing or some shit, I actually might go. I don't, I don't pay for well produced. Professional music. Why the fuck am I gonna pay for some homes? Because <laughs> they degrading themselves. Like, right. Most exactly. of them, that shit is terrible. But, but most of them are just sitting there singing and shit. Now, if they're chucking their job and like them, uh, them Liberty Mutual uh, <laughs> tax people. I'll be wanting to get them money, dog. Now, if it was something yeah. like that, that's different. But them motherfuckers just sitting down on the ground because yeah. they hungry and tired. Well, you can't sit on the ground. I don't even get to charge people the buckets that come around. Them people get on my nerves. I roll my windows up and lock Man, my doors. I remember one time I was hanging out. I was hanging out at this bar on the patio. And this homeless dude came over. At first, he asked for a cigarette, which is always a sign of I'm about to ask you for some money. He's like, ah, oh, can I get a cigarette? Nigga, we don't know you. And somebody gave him a cigarette, because I was with white people. So somebody gave him a cigarette. And then he was like, oh, man, can I get a couple of dollars? And uh, I'm like, what you going to do for a couple of dollars? Because I'm not yeah. about to give you shit. You just <laughs> you took a cigarette. cigarette. You won. This transaction is already <laughs> in your favor. Right. Walk away. Yeah. And he was like, well, I can rap, man. You know, I'll do a little rap for you. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, you. I'll tell you what, you bust some good freestyle <laughs> right now. A good sixteen bars. No, I'll get, yeah, you got. You recorded that. Shit. You drop a hot sixteen, <laughs> and I got you, dog. Go ahead and look me. Do hook it up. And he dropped the whack verse, and I was like, no, no, it's not just humiliation. I pay for talent. <laughs> I pay for talent. So if you sitting your homeless ass over with a guitar. And you playing something dope, I, I, will, I will give you that dollar yeah. way quicker than I'm going to give the dude a dollar that's just sitting there, man. Man, I stopped fucking with the homeless people when I was like 15 or 16. I'm at Bojangles. And the dude was like, um, you got any spare change? I was like, nope, but if you're hungry, I'll buy you something to eat. Dude was like, cool. So we get it, I'm like, you know, I'm ordering out the cheapest thing out to me. I'm yeah. 15 or 16. I don't have no fucking money. Right. right. Dude goes in there and order like the three... A uh, piece white meal. <laughs> oh. I was like, my nigga, you is not getting it. I'd be like, those are two checks, please. <laughs> oh my God. Right. Let me get it two breast. Uh, <laughs> who the fuck orders a three piece white? That's the most expensive Miss, bag on the menu. Like, he was, oh, hey, he, was, he was homeless, but he had standards. <laughs> He's like, oh, 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 look, man, I have taste. I was like, man, I'm not getting that shit. I'm talking about you can get a sausage biscuit or something like that. No, that's where you fucked up. You don't give them options. You be like, yeah, I'll get you something to eat. Yeah, he'll get an egg and two biscuits. <laughs> 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 you don't want that? Nigga, get the fuck 
trying to I get was it. I was Let me get one biscuit plain <laughs> and uh, your finest cup of complimentary water yes. to wash it down. Fix it up with a little bit of lemon. Like, give me a pack of honey for that biscuit. Yeah. <laughs> Man, the other thing too about homeless people, like, 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 and I do agree with this one, Will. You can't have no pet and be homeless. No. no. <laughs> Zero. You get nothing. You get buckets. If you walk around, and then also, long ass son, no. I mean, get to the fucking point. I, you need to get a marketing degree or some shit. Nobody got time to read your fucking <laughs> essay. The signs you have bullet points. Yes. Like, I was great. Please help. Yes. I, right. I, I remember I was, I was going through uh, leaving Walmart. This dude had a long ass sign that was like, I'm homeless. My daughter and my wife are staying with their mother right now. Our home was foreclosed on two weeks ago. I'm out of work. I'm looking for a job. Please help me if you have any employment opportunities. Right. Or okay. I'm like, nigga, this flip the sign. Then he's got another sign. Put a sign over. I'm like, dog, I, no, really, no. That's, you had you lost me at I'm homeless. That, that should have been the sign. Now, the latest scam that somebody tried to hit me with was at the Walmart parking lot. Mm-hmm. And they was like, um, listen, we're about to run out of gas. Do you have an extra few dollars to help us um, get to um, the gas station we get because we're out of town and right. we won't make it? And I was like, um, maybe you should cut the call. Right. <laughs> and stop wasting gas. Get your lie straight. <laughs> I hate a homeless motherfucker whose lie is easily... Fucking verified as being a lie. Like, like I walked in. I, like, I know I talked about this on the show, but I, I was walking in the grocery store one day. This nigga was telling a completely different lie when I got outside. He was telling wow. told one lie to somebody on my way in. I walked outside. He was telling another lie. Then he walked over to me and told a third lie. I'm like, nigga, get your shit straight. Yes, None of these stories. He's like, look, man, I just need some gas. Just while he was saying when I walked in, I just need to go to that gas station right there. I need to put some gas in my tank. You I'm walking like you out. Got a car. I'm walking out. Dude's like, my car's not working. I'm just trying to catch the bus. If I can just catch the bus, I'll be okay. So then, then I, so then I start leaving. And, uh, only then he told another dude, yeah, I just need a ride. You know, if I can get a ride. I was like, okay, so maybe the car ran out of gas, so people wouldn't give him gas money, so he needed a ride, or something like that. Then he just came up to me and was like, hey man, I just need to borrow $20, man. You know, I gotta get something to eat. $20? I'm like, yeah, first of all, $20, way too much. Get your life straight. But second of all, to get something to eat, nigga, I thought you, would you just, in five minutes he decided, I'm not gonna get gas from my car, I can't get a ride. Fuck it, I'll just get something to eat and stay here. Like, come on, wow. son. The best, the best con I seen, I was in Winston-Salem, and um, this lady was, um, I was at the gas station right off the highway. She had a gas can. She was like, you think you can um, spend me a few dollars so I can fill my gas can up? My car ran out of gas right there. I look, there's no car on there. <laughs> wow. I was, like, I was like, you almost got me. You yeah. almost see, got see, me. what she should have said was, my car broke down two miles down the road. I had walked all the way here. Yeah. That might have worked. No, what you should have said is, I will suck your dick for $20. And then, you have a decision to make. There you go. The end. I'm like, what about 15? <laughs> well, I ain't, got, I ain't really got change right now. <laughs> but, nah, but the thing is, though, man, like, if you're homeless, the other thing I need you to do, 
I need you to look homeless. <laughs> like I don't yeah. give I don't give no money to the freshly homeless, dog. Yo, they if you look like yeah, yeah, you look like you've been homeless for like five days, nah, not <laughs> not homeless enough. You need to have fucked up teeth. Yes, I need ratted, I need dirty, smell bad. You need to look like uh, need to look a little bit like Nick Nolte. And I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want no proper English either. Like I, I don't want. Sir, could you spare some change? No, yeah. no, no not homeless like, enough. I need some cash, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I don't care. Too. Yeah, I don't I care what. Is that free? I don't care what race you are. You need to be talking <laughs> slave. <slowly. laughs> <laughs> it could be a white man. Oh, cause some OT, sir. Mm, okay. All right. <laughs> like, he needs this. Yeah, I need you. And the, the other thing, though, that and this is gonna sound like I'm contradicting myself, but. Uh, don't try to terrorize me with your smell, though. (laughs) Everybody has had that homeless dude asking for money where you just, if you had the money, you would give him to him so he would get the fuck off of you. Yes, sir. It's like, sir, you got some change. Oh, nigga, oh, hold on. You robbing me with your smell. (laughs) It's like he's just talking plain English, but it's the stench is bad. Nigga, get that money out your wallet. Let's go. (laughs) Run your shit. I was like, how's it going? Oh, God. Oh, homeless people. Yeah. They normally have alcohol problems, which leads to the next point. Um, You know how some people get blackout drunk? Mm -hmm. Now, has anybody here ever been blackout drunk? I've. I'm, I've never been blackout drunk. Yes. Will you been times. blackout drunk before? Yeah. Justin, Karen, I know Karen has it. Um, now, when you guys got blackout drunk, did y'all did y'all like wake up later and realize like certain shit that you did that you didn't remember doing, or did you just pass out and that was it? No, I didn't remember anything. Okay, yeah, this, this, like, this was my 19th birthday. Hey, did, did you do shit after? Like, was it like? Uh, y'all went to the club. I was told we went to the club. I was told I was told we had an after party back at uh, my man's apartment. Like you was, remember that? Yeah, yeah, I don't no. remember any of that shit. I don't. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's bad. Like that. I went to the club. We uh, we used to club hop and shit. He was like, yeah, man, we left this club, went over to this one, got some more drinks, left that club, went to get something to eat, went back to the club. I was like, okay, I remember going to the club, get something to drink, and then we left the club. I mean, it's like you, you wake up. It's like you wake up. You're like, shit. They say we was in two cars. I only remember four people from that evening from when we first um, started drinking. Like I get, I do, I take it back. I did get blackout drunk once, but all I did was pass out and throw up in my air conditioning in my dorm. That was because I just wanted to get drunk one time because I hadn't drank before when I went to college. I was like, let me get drunk one time. See what it feels like. Eh, not, nah, not that good a feeling. Overrated. Yeah. Um, what were you doing when you got drunk? Though? I drank gin and uh, Sprite. No, but what were you doing? Though? Sitting in the dorm room. That's why the shit wasn't no fun. <laughs> okay, what up? I just wanted to try the experience. I heard that was enough. Just Ooh. getting drunk. See, See that's the thing. They didn't say. They didn't say. Hey, Rod, this is an enhancement to other shit that you will be yeah. doing throughout the evening. No, niggas was like, let's get drunk tonight, dog. Let's get fucked up. I would tell you we could go get drunk, but we're a little too old for that. No, I'm not getting drunk. No, I've been drunk before. I'm done. That was it. That was the game. Game set match. I got drunk like two or three times. I was like, mm-mm. Well, I'm too grown. That's like fighting now. But the blackout drunk was different, though, because, uh, like, I, I got drunk, and then I just remember being, like, laid up in my room, and... I didn't have. I just had my underwear on. That's all I remember. <laughs> no sheets on my bed. Just sleeping on my fucking top of my mat, my plastic cold twin bed mat in my dorm room. 
with just my drawers. And I was like, <laughs> I woke up like, what the fuck happened? And somebody was like, man, you need to thank your roommate. And I was like, thank my roommate? Why? And they're like, yo, last night, you threw up all over the air conditioning. He cleaned all that shit up. Put, <laughs> you, in, put, you, in, put you in the shower. Help, like, let you, you know, not baby, but to put me in the shower, ran the, the water over me, and to help you take off your wet clothes and let you dry out on top of your mattress for the rest of the night. Wash all your clothes and your sheets. Damn. Wow. That's love, right, dog. Dog, that's just my nigga forever, dog. <laughs> but, but, but I was like, like, that, getting blackout drunk is highly overrated. <laughs> And, oh, and I had the fucking worst hangover the next day. Yeah, yeah, that shit's bad. See, I, I, I didn't throw up. I just remember we sat down to play some stage. It was four of us. Everybody had their own bottle. And next thing you know, it was the next day. I was downstairs sleeping on the floor. Mm. That's all I remember. Yo, <laughs> when I when I got the first time I got blackout drunk. There, we were like freshmen in high, uh, in college, and there was this one dude who's like thirty something. He was an ex marine, and he used to hang out with us. Why is it always <laughs> that one nigga in college? <laughs> My school too, dude. Man, we had this dude. Not only was he a, was he a Marine and he was like 30, this nigga was in my physical training class. Yeah. So this motherfucker, we were, he, and he liked me and my boy John. So me and John, you know, we was about the same strength. We used to be like over there like, all right, man, let's go ahead and bench go like ahead. 185 today. You know, kind of take it easy. Maybe we, we move it up a little bit, maybe 215 at the most. And just kill. And then we get out of here. This nigga be like, look, hey, can I, can I work in with y'all? <laughs> Big ass Michael Clark Duncan looking motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, hey, he's more of a workout to take his weight off the bench. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga, was, he would sit down and, like with our little puny ass weights and then be like, yeah, throw two more 45s on him. <laughs> so we would put a 45 on each side. He's like, no. On two each, more each side. On each side. Man, this, the bar will be bending. This nigga just, uh, 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 and, then, and he get done, man. Racking that shit up hard. Nigga, my arm is all swollen. Like, my arms was cramping up just from moving his weights and shit. And then, and then when we did the actual, like, the running shit, because part of physical condition, y'all yeah. like to run a couple miles every day or whatever. Man, this nigga would be out of there in, like, seven minutes. They'd be like, yeah, man, y'all just run a mile. And uh, we'll call it a day, man. So let's, everybody, we're going to go outside. We're going to run them out. This nigga, ooh, 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 run right by about four times <laughs> and be the fuck out, man. I was like, yo, we can't ever kick it with this nigga, dog. <laughs> Alcohol can't possibly go through his body the same way through ours. It's, it's probably like Wolverine Hill, in fact, where he can't get drunk. <laughs> dog, this dude got me so fucked up because he owed me $5. So to pay me back, he bought a bottle of alcohol. If y'all don't know... Five dollars don't give you nothing but aristocrat. <laughs> <laughs> the, the cheap shit in the plastic yeah. bottle. So I was taking a shot and I'd chase it with Coke or whatever, with Sprite or whatever. I did that four times and he was like, hey man, let's just take straight shots. So then we took four more shots. Just back to back. This is all in like 15 minutes. That's how it happened to me, man. Like after that shit, I understood how women get raped, dog. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's how it happens because like at the last, because first it was like, Half it was like half gin, half sprite or some shit, you know, or, or even a better ratio, like major sprite, yeah. a little bit of gin. Like, so I like the straight, straight shot. Nigga, by the third cup, this nigga put a cap of sprite, <laughs> a, a literal cap of sprite, and was like, 
Don't be no bitch. I was like, I ain't no bitch. And that's exactly how he got me. He was like, so after I taken my eight shots, he yeah. was like, I bet you can't finish the rest of that bottle in a half an hour. I was like, who can? So right. then I woke up no. the next morning. Well, like, <laughs> no, I woke up because I was cold. Right. I got up and then I ran to the bathroom and throw up. Right. There's a comforter in the sink and the water's running and the, the water's just spilling all out the bathroom. So I'm throwing up. I'm like... That looks like my motherfucking confidence. <laughs> I go back to my room. Ain't no sheets on my bed. Oh, I go no. back to the bathroom, throw up again. Kind of find out. I threw up all over my comforter. And then I just stuck the shit in the sink and ran water. So I had to take the shit. I had to take the shit and wash it. Keep in mind, this is the day that spring break starts. So my mother's on the way to get me. So I got to oh. clean up all my shit. Pack everything. And get ready to go. My mom came. You know when you're really drunk. You smell like alcohol the next day. Man, I was was so fucking drunk. My mom knew I was drunk. I I just laid and snored and slept the whole way home, man. That that shit was terrible. Now, was that your first... Vomited incident with alcohol. Yeah, yeah. That was my first. Yeah, that was my first. I don't like vodka. I mean, I don't like. I still. I can drink gin now. It was gin. It was gin. But the smell of gin, nigga, for like eight years, like I could just, I could walk in a party, be like, oh, it's gin in here. Oh, I'm gonna go outside. I still don't like the smell or the taste of gin. Mm -mm, You got to sneak that shit in my drink for me to drink. I had to be drinking it like, oh, there was gin in there. Okay, because something about knowing, man, especially if it's straight, I can't smell straight gin, dog. But um. Yeah, dude, that that blackout drunk shit is real, man. Yeah, that's- See, that blackout was different from my vomit. My first vomit incident, I fell asleep throwing up. That's how long I was throwing up. Damn, Damn. I fell asleep throwing up. Yeah, them niggas. And, and, you know when you drunk and shit is like wavy and moving around in the room, it really, really doesn't help when your roommates are saying yelling shit like, "Make them sleep on the side." <laughs> Cause like all you thinking is, "I'm gonna die." And loud music. <laughs> yes. it's always loud music. Niggas keep talking and shit. You're like, I'm going to die on my fucking dorm room. No, but the, the loud music puts you to sleep, though, dog. No. The bass and the shit. Not for me. No, that, that shit made it worse. Me to sleep. I, was, I, I was sleepy, and I was like, okay, it's time to lay down. But when I laid down and closed my eyes, for some reason, the room was still spinning. Like, my yes, eyes was open. me too. And I was like, um, why can't I see everything <laughs> in the room spinning? But my eyes closed. Yes. And I was like, maybe I should go to the bathroom and no. That yeah. was a rap after this. Man, I, and then later on, I tried drinking again. I got messed up. And uh, there was this chick that liked me in the first semester. But, of course, I was with Karen, who was at home at the time. And I was like, we can't do it, you know. Sorry. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to stay strong. And we can't even be friends because it's, it's yep. too powerful. You can't be having It's like the nope. real world. You can't be friends with a motherfucker that wants to fuck you, that never yeah, works no. out. Not at all. No, it does not. <laughs> so I was like, we can't even be friends. But we got drunk and went to like a the dance, like home, not homecoming, but yeah, some dance yeah. during whatever the fuck. And King Capri was there. It was me and my boy John. We was just like, yeah, man, let's get fucked up and go out there. Yeah. So we got real fucked up. Like, you ever be so fucked up you don't think you're going to get in? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, we was in line off like, there is no way we are getting in this shit. But you're extra slurred though. Yes. Extra slurred. Like I was, and like, and, my, and John was trying. John thought he was whispering when he was doing that. <laughs> he was doing that talk. He's like, "No, man, we straight." <laughs> like the dude right in front of us. We straight, dog. They don't even know it. <laughs> so, so we get, we get in. 
We get it, and you can tell the dude knew. Because <laughs> he just looked at us like, man, y'all just going here. <laughs> so it was all in no trouble, please. Yeah, so I don't dance, right? But it was half comedy, and then it was a dance after that. And so the comedy shit, we came, and it was supposed to be like Deaf Comedy Jam. And we clowned those comedians. I, I still feel bad about that. Man. HBCUs we, is not the place for the comedians. Yeah, I don't even know it's an HBCU thing. Cause we saw a show at Clemson with yeah, Dave fucking Chappelle. Thing, and they yeah. was heckling Dave Chappelle. So I don't think that's just an HBCU thing. But, so we clowned the comedians. And they, you know, one dude we kept saying, he had on a, that uh, Sam Jackson Kango hat. And we kept saying, I'm Tiger Woods. I'm Tiger over and over. I don't know why. <laughs> and we just, every time you start talking, then, then he, told, he told my man John, he's like, if you think you can do a better do- job, why don't you get up here and get on the mic? And John really walked up there to go get on the mic. And security had to stop him from getting on the mic, man. So that was a comedy show. Oh, and we got kicked out of the comedy show, of course. So we get kicked out of the comedy show, and we go to get uh, some food from Hardy's. Cause you know when you're drunk, you should probably eat and drive. Right. So <laughs> yeah, we go on the street to Hardee's, and my man Derek orders food in the drive-through, and is literally throwing up <laughs> as he's ordering his fucking food. Oh. He's like, "Yeah, let me get it. the double cheese." <laughs> ah, ah, Hey. No cheeseburger <laughs> with onion rings. No, <laughs> we threw up. Like the video. Yeah, we threw up like three times. Of course, he didn't eat his food. We take him back to the oh, dorm. God. We put his ass up, and we just sitting there like, want to go back? <laughs> so me and John, we go back, man, and all this like, and this we drink a little bit more, and we was drinking this shit I've never heard of. It was called Fighting Cock. <laughs> <laughs> You should know something was wrong with that title. Just a, on, the, on, the, on the front of it, it was just it was a, a picture. It was just a picture of an angry ah! chicken. It was an angry ass chicken just on the picture of this yes. fucking alcohol. And you should know the alcohol was going to be angry too. It was angry. And, <laughs> so we, and we had been drinking this shit called Rottweiler that the football team invented that day. So we was fucked up, man. So we go do some Rottweiler and some fighting cock. And we go back. Everybody man, got some fucking uh, drink they made up. Yeah, I don't... Man, it was the next morning we, we went to the cafeteria. Like, honestly, I stopped remembering shit when we left. It, like, so the next morning I'm in the cafeteria. My head is hurt than a motherfucker. And I'm just sitting there playing with my eggs because I can't eat. Like, I, I felt hungry. And then, you, I, then I got my food and up. I was like, no, no, I'm not hungry anymore. Like, I felt full of sudden. Or sick. And I just wanted that feeling to pass, man. I was like fucked up. My head's hurting. So here comes old girl. Man, what got into you last night? Like, got into me? Uh, uh, what happened? Not a fucking thing. <laughs> what are you even doing talking to me? You, we're not supposed to be talking in public, especially. Like, this is just making me look bad. So um, she's like, you were dancing with me? And I heard you were having a good time. You dancing with everybody. I don't even dance, bitch. I, I know you. For you to dance, yes. I was like, I know you lying. You a motherfucking liar. Get out of here, crazy ass. And uh, John came over. He was like, yeah, man, you was dancing, man. We was trying to see what was up with you, man. Thought you was going to get with I was like, nigga, I would never. And that's the last time I got that drunk. I was, this shit is about to ruin my life. Uh, uh, I'm telling you, I, that is, I guarantee that's how women get date right. But you know like, oh, you're not gonna drink you had the gin? <laughs> Did I have a good time? I don't remember. <laughs> yes. I, I had a good time if you told me. You don't. You don't need to remember. You had a good time to have a good time. I guess not, man. Have you ever been to an open bar wedding reception? 
Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you didn't get shit face off? I'm, no. I'm done. I'm done with that. No, I'm done didn't. with that if shit. Y'all, listen. No. Listen, if I have an open bar with reception, you will be getting drunk. Nah, dog. Nah, I would be nah. sitting at the table with y'all. Like, oh, <laughs> let's have another round. Nah, man, I'm yeah, done. Like, oh, let's have another round. I'm done getting like, fucked oh, up, Listen, man. it's open bar. You got to give my money's worth. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> listen, this, this I paid three grand for this open bar. <laughs> everybody get their money's worth. Have another round. Like Karen, Karen will drive you. Have another listen, round. Have you more I, don't, than I, don't, drive. I don't get drunk unless I'm around people I really trust. Yeah. This is a very well, I just small get, I get, I get prime now. I get to a point where I just coast it. You don't get and the I, performance. No, nah, I like to get prime. I like to get, I like to post. You know what I'm saying? I like to stay. Because once I achieve prime level, I can stay in that range as long yeah. as I want to by just, you know, slowing down or speeding up on my yeah, drink. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's but where I'm at. I'm done with the, I'm not getting blackout and I'm not doing more. I'm not getting to asshole drunk no more. Because also the other thing a lot of people don't know, when I get a certain amount of drunk, I just become an asshole. And it's like it's hard to believe until it happens, and then you're like, Rod was really an asshole that last night. Right. That's, That's what they told you, right. asshole. Well, I remember we went to Derek's bachelor party, man. Um, Willis was trying to get get this chick to come home with us, and uh, I, I mean, now I did help him out because I got her in the van. But yes, I was joking his ass from the time he left the fucking ah. club till he got to her place. So no, it's not. It's not cool. It is, I was joking on the taxi dude. But it was fun cool. for everybody else. Drunk ass. It's not rock and ride. Yeah, I would have yeah. felt. I felt like a jerk I'm, the next yes, day. I, I've never been blacked out. And I think my biggest thing is that with me being a female, I know I have pussy, so I don't get blacked out drunk because dicks and alcohol and pussy that normally does not end well. So for me, that's why I don't. The thing is, too, man. How come nobody ever does anything cool when they black out? Like, yeah, nobody's ever been like. Yo, man, I was I blacked out last night. He's like, oh, you, you was blacked out? Yeah. Dude, you fucking took out the trash. <laughs> <laughs> baked a nice meal. No, no. Finally <laughs> painted the, chill, the children's room. Nah, when you that fucking drunk, <laughs> your coordination is out the door. And standing up is the best you can do. Yeah, it's never, it's never like, you never wake up like, dude, I was so fucked up last night. I bought my wife flowers and... Got some some tickets to Jamaica. Like it's never some cool shit. Well, now, well, y'all, y'all like I came home and threw up on my kids. No, I I did get drunk and called this chick and started talking all kind of sweet shit to her. Right. Her. That's not. But that's not. That even in the end, that's not nice. That's I'm trying like, to get me some pussy. You just try to get some ass. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't like it wasn't like you finally had an epiphany. He was like, I did you wrong, girl. And I'm going to remember this in the morning as the thing I did that was right tonight. Yeah, but y'all got each other back if one of y'all get drunk like that. Yeah, yeah, right. one of us. Yeah, but so, like, if Karen get, you know, shit-faced, yeah. then you got her back. Right? Oh, no, 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 I'm a raper. That is... In North Carolina, a man, man cannot, cannot rape, rape his, his wife. wife. That's why I live here, though. Don't talk about that. Up top. <laughs> yeah. Like, up there. Um, y'all, y'all wouldn't want me drunk, because I remember we had went to, what was it, uh, Chima's? Yeah. And they had some kind of mint. It wasn't mint, but some kind of lemon drink, whatever. And I was sitting down, and it was really sweet. I had about three or four of them moves. Those are the kind of drinks the dudes about chicks in the club. Yeah. Oh, oh they she was, was so loud on the way home. <laughs> see, 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 this she wouldn't shut up. This, Y'all think Karen talks now? Yeah. See, see this is why I know I, I would I would drive everybody nuts because all 
I got a filter and the filter was false. And so anything that popped in my head immediately came out, out yeah. and then it was like super extra Yo, loud. I would yeah. love to see both of y'all shit face at the same time. Everybody no, thinks that, that would be straight comedy. Mm -hmm. But Karen was messed up, man. Like it, and I, I, I have a real good temperament. So it's like, I never cursed her out and went crazy. It was like, shut the fuck up. Because she just would oh, not boy. stop talking. It was way too loud. <laughs> it was in public and shit. Yeah. I'm just no. like, we got to get but her But both of y'all shit face, you, you won't recognize shit. That's, that still, that's not better. That's worse. No, now it's two out of control. One being an asshole. And the other one won't shut the fuck up. That would be hilarious. No. Well, me and Will, if we out, wow. you wouldn't no. laugh at that? Hell yeah, I would. No. Alright, we will make sure when shit happened to y'all, but we will sit and laugh the entire fucking time. Alright. Ain't no telling what I was saying. So you know how uh, people talk about having sexy voices on the phone? Mm-hmm. And you hear a lot from these dudes like, don't trust a chick with a sexy voice. Why, fellas? Why do they say don't do that? Because it's a lot of big ugly bitches with sexy voices. Right, they'll be fat and they'll be ugly or whatever, right? That's what I hear all the time. They're fat. That's why she got a sexy voice because she's fat. She just worked on it. That's all she got. She's like, I want to work out. I'm going to work on my voice. Right. And these dudes keep getting fooled by the sexy voice fat chick, right? They get mad because it's like, oh, no, that's not what I wanted. I just want, you know? So my thing is, I come up with a new idea to fix this. How about you make them move around while you're talking to them? You know? You be like, hey, why don't you go upstairs real quick and get in the bed? And then if she gets upstairs and then it's, uh, so what you, uh, what you got on? Did you know to hang up? Just hang up immediately. She's going to be like, I live on a ranch style. Right. Uh, actually, I'm, I'm already in the bed. Okay, well, go downstairs and get some water. And I want you to do something freaky with it. Um, I got water up here. Hang up. You already know what's up. You know the deal. You have nobody to blame but yourself. So you got to make a move around, man. It's the uh, only way to tell out the truth, man. Yeah, and, and always, always, I say it all the time, always beware of those extra close headshots. Yeah. There's a reason that headshot is extra, extra close. Like, yeah. the good thing for me, the most liberating thing about uh, internet and all this stuff, being a dude, um, since I'm married, I don't want to fuck any of these chicks. I don't care, honestly. I have one vagina that I trust. Well, That's this, enough. This is, for, this is game for all of y'all. Yeah, yeah, I know they need the game, but I'm saying, I'm trying to just say it's so liberating because I don't care if you're fat. Like, you don't even have to lie to like these. Like, if these chicks out here lying to these dudes, I mean, that's on them. But you ain't got to lie. You wasted the lie on me. Like, any of these, like, if you, I just appreciate what's good about you. If you want to put your titties in the avatar, I don't give a fuck if that's attached to a fat person. You got soft titties I don't today. give a fuck if they ain't your titties. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, it could be, it could be Angelina Jolie's titties. I'm just like, who? Cool, Thank you for sharing those titties with me. I'm not planning on touching them. Nothing's going to happen. They end. I saw titties today. Like I'm, like that is liberating, man. I don't have to worry about that. A lot of these dudes get angry. Bitches always lying on the internet. Well, oh, that's because you're probably trying to fuck them all. <laughs> if you stop trying to worry about fucking them, you won't care that they lost so much. Meet some real people in I real life. About you, meet people in real life. <laughs> Fuck some people you can see first. It's that's revolutionary. The, that's the new age black planet, though. It's, they, that's how they. That's their game. They don't have to go out. All right, man. Well, um, you know how uh, we all play basketball occasionally. Um, well, you know we play normally with the white folks. Yep. Uh, Justin, you know we normally play at the Harris Y. Um, and I was thinking, dude, no, every place I've ever been, every city I've ever played basketball in. There's at least two courts, two kinds of courts. It's the court 
people you can play basketball with and be safe. And then there's the court where all the good players are, but you might get shot. That is every city. Fayetteville's like that. Charlotte's oh, like man. that. Atlanta's like that. Like, there's a safe place where maybe they're not as good as what you see on TV, but you won't have to worry about getting shot, which is actually my number one yep. priority at this point in my life. Like, I will play ball anywhere that's safe. Yeah. You can tell me, you can literally tell me, like, hey, dog, look, we went out to the other court. Kobe Bryant was out there. So and so was out there. And so and so was out there. I was like, damn, that's tight. Yeah, but it's over there at the, you know, over the projects. Oh, okay, I'll never see it. Like, Boo Boo was out there, too. Bro. Yeah, oh, <laughs> baby, y'all there? Shit. Well, yeah, I guess I'm, I'm good. Ray Ray, I'm good. I'm straight. I remember we had, uh, there was this one, uh, court. I mean, there was this clip I saw, like, a month ago, and it was Kevin Durant playing at the Rucker or something. And my first thought was not Kevin Durant scored 60 points at the Rucker. Wow. Why is Kevin Durant at the Rucker? Well, it was, right, it was like, yeah. look at all these niggas at the Rucker. Like, he was hitting shots. They was just running on the court. I'm like, somebody gonna get shot. I've seen above the rim. It does not end well, dog. Like, there's nothing cool about that, dude. I'm done with dangerous basketball players. Well, that's why I couldn't understand Michael Beasley. What happened with what the fuck was he thinking? He went out there too? Damn! But he was well, the face. Oh, yes! I do remember that! Yeah, he, some dude said something to me. Like, that is dangerous as shit! Like, these niggas don't care about your contract. They don't care that you're Michael Beasley. Yeah. He, he's not gonna turn around to his boys like, I got mushed in the face by Michael Beasley! He's gonna turn around and say, I'm gonna kill this nigga. Yeah, because they be like, son, you got mushed in the face by Michael B. So what you gonna do about that? Yeah, even like, and the thing is, even if they check for guns at the court, there's all this area outside the court that nobody can protect your and ass You gotta with. walk to your car. Yeah, dude, I, like I said, man, I'm done playing dangerous basketball courts, man. Dumb. And I'm, you know, I'm surprised that's not in their contract. They can't do shit like that. You're worth too much money. Well, I'm pretty sure not mushing people in the face. Not much, but I mean, not, I mean <laughs> like, like that never not playing up. in dangerous areas. You uh, know what I'm saying? I mean, like how that. do you determine that, though? That's true. How the NBA gonna be like? Well, you can play at the Harris Y, but if we catch you at the Dow Y, that's your contract, dog. Like, if there's a concentration of more than thirty-five percent black people, <laughs> <laughs> that's a violation of your contract. There's no ah. non-racist way to determine that <laughs> shit, dog. You gotta, you just gotta trust their judgment, man. Um, so. Uh, also, man, I was thinking about this. You know, in the Bible, the Father of Jesus is God. Okay, and Will Jesus. says God <laughs> and Jesus. You know, uh-huh. Joseph. That's what I was looking for. The answer I was looking for. Joseph was like Jesus' stepdaddy or whatever. His stepdaddy. He was like, you know, he was his father because his biological didn't bother. His you know? name on the birth certificate. Uh-huh. You know, he yeah. ain't no had no DNA. Right. If they had to pay child support, it's coming out of Joseph's money. <laughs> Yes, okay, you can't put God on child support when you go to court. They just laugh out, laugh in the room. But um, I was thinking, if you think about that story in the Bible where Mary gets pregnant by an angel, touched by an angel, and then she's like, "I'm the Savior is in my belly. It's gonna come out. It's gonna be the Savior for the world." Um, Joseph was a simp. Was a simp, exactly. Joseph was a, a huge simp. I can't. I love the hell out of Karen. I could not believe that. <laughs> if I came home and that she like I'm pregnant, it's not yours. Who who, who is it? Uh, oh no 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 no! I'm not cheating. Jesus. Uh, a Bible. Uh, the, the angel came down, touched me on the stuff. I got a baby now. 
Don't, it's God's baby, but we gonna raise it together. Just well, who's this nigga named God? Yeah, <laughs> I've never heard of this nigga. But um, but yeah, yeah cool J on it. Yeah. <laughs> God, shame God. What the fuck are you doing, fucking him? But but like, I was like, G- Joseph was either Drake like or or just the, the most trusted man in the world. Cause like, even if God met you himself and was like, listen, man, no, no, it's not what you're thinking. I did not fuck your wife. That's not how it happened. First of all. My angel came down and then I'm like, no, no, God. I don't know, dog. I know where babies come from, son. I know how they have it, dog. I've been practicing myself. I'd be like, like, man, you God. Why can't you just make the savior disappear? (laughs) Why you gotta go? Why you gotta fuck up my life? Why you gotta fuck my wife? Why you gotta fuck up my life? Like maybe that maybe those three wise men, that was actually a payoff. God was like, here's some frankincense, some merch, some gold. It, even it, even though there was no actual penetration, what he did was worse, son. He, he gave her the light. <laughs> she saw the light. <laughs> you know she was worse. You know she'll never love you as much as she loved Jesus, man. I know, baby. Jesus is the perfect child, dog. But just think about it, dog. She was a virgin, right? Right. I mean, it's her first time was with God. You cannot no, beat that. You can't live up to that. You know, you know, you know how many times you think? How many times you think you think Joseph fucked and was like, just tell me, look. How big was this? <laughs> just tell her I won't be mad. I won't be mad. Yeah, like, hey, did he make you come? Right. <laughs> and he hit it before him. She I know, right? He's like, how you gonna hit it before me, though? Mary, like, I'm there, I bought you as a virgin. Yeah. Damn, bitch. Sure. Sure. <laughs> you couldn't wait one more night. You couldn't say no. Mary's the fuck him. Yeah. You know Mary's be like, go get the water from the well, Joseph. Yeah. Hurry up, nigga. Yeah. Listen, so- until you make me see the light, I don't want to hear <laughs> shit about shit about who doing what. Right don't make now. me. Don't make me call his father. Don't make me call his father. You are. You know you ain't shit, Joseph. You know you ain't shit. Don't you do some shit around? Don't you fix the house up, motherfucker? Yeah. You know what? Fuck it. Jesus will do it. Jesus, you a carpenter. Go ahead and fix up the house. Go ahead. Your daddy ain't teaching shit. <laughs> what, did, what did Joseph do with her? What was his job? Yes. Okay. He can't even bring God into nothing. <laughs> Don't bring God. What does he have to do with this? Every time, why you always talking about God and shit? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Why don't you go pray to his father and maybe I'll forgive you, okay? Go pray to Jesus' father, his real daddy. <laughs> 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 Who provides everything. Even the shit you provide, he provided for you. How about that? Look, you don't do shit around this house. Hey, look, how does it feel, though, when you're saying, like, Father, I want to thank you for the life you gave me. Oh no, not, not you, Joseph. Yeah. Not you, not you. My real, my, my real yeah. daddy. My real daddy. <laughs> father, please forgive my father, cause he knows not what he do. How many times you think Jesus is like you ain't my daddy? <laughs> like, boy, you better get in that room and clean up. You ain't my daddy. Who are you talking to? At two years old, he was like, "Hey, going out there with them sheep? Yeah, you go out there and watch yeah. the sheep. I'm gonna be in here." Drinking water and turning it to wine. Oh man! Why don't you come change this diaper, my nigga? (laughs) (laughs) And the last random thought before we move on, man. Um, what the fuck is the hiring policy for security guards? When is the last time you saw a security guard that you didn't think you could beat up? Never. Right. Unless they were armed. Not only that, but I always wonder what type of records they have too. Right. Like they're always looking at the motherfuckers like, uh, what did he do in life? Right. Was what is this six five motherfucker doing? 
Like we have security guards at our job, but I'm like, dog, I could take all of y'all. A criminal, and I got a degree in shit. A criminal come in here and run this motherfucker, dog. He was straight. Like the only thing you could possibly do is call somebody to really come help me. Because <laughs> if, if a criminal comes in here and was like, yo, I'm raping everybody in here till the cops arrive, security guard would just be like, well, be gentle. And <laughs> like, sir, you cannot do that. Well, go ahead. Yeah. Well, I'm off the clock. Wait. Did your brain Vaseline? Yeah. <laughs> well, I got something in my flashlight. Now. Hold on. But, like, the, like I've never seen it. Like, we got a woman security guard. And all they do is walk around. I guess their job is just to see shit and report it. But, but I, I was like, why Why can't they use the same hiring policies that they do at clubs with bouncers? Yeah. yeah. It'd be more intimidating. Because a bouncer, I'm, I don't give a fuck who you are. You see a bouncer, part of you is like, I better not fuck up. And, and, and you don't need to, I mean, only if you ignorant are you going to fight bouncers. But in general, Never just just bouncer. seeing a bouncer is enough to make you be like, yeah, I, I don't I don't want that. I'm good. Yeah, I, re- I just reminded myself, I'm not going to get blackout drunk tonight. I'm just going to get a little drunk. I'm going to get primed and walk away. And I remember that's why I don't go to the clubs, because I can't do what the fuck I want to do. Right. Which is be loud and belligerent sometimes. And, and plus, bouncers don't fight fair. I don't know if y'all ever seen a bouncer no. get in a fight. I'm, no. First of all, I've never seen a bouncer get in a solo fight nope. unless he knocked the dude out before the other bouncers get over there and stomp it. Dogs, it's, it's terrible when bouncers beat a nigga down. Cause it's, yes. what, but it's good because they got to make an example to everybody else in the club. Because you just get hit once and then they walk you out gently. Yeah. Shit, fuck that. They, they Yo, stomp you out. The worst bouncer was Thin Line Between Love and Hate. Martin tried yeah. to jump on Tiny Lester. Yes. Come on, you tried to jump on Debo. Come on, son. Come on, son. Dude, and the, <laughs> thing, the thing is, I remember uh, one of our friends we played ball with, he got beat up by a bouncer, man. They, like, broke his fucking face. Oh, and they put him in the hospital, dog. I, but, and he was, like, not even the dude that fucked up that night. But that's how bouncers do. And then they just basically, like, put you on suspension for, like, six months. Then you come back and bounce again. But, yes, they will bounce your ass into the concrete, dog. It's not a game. They take you right out the side exit. Yes. Fuck your shit up. Out there in that alley. So what do bouncers do in the daytime? Because why can't they do security they for my building? They just in there lifting weights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, they can lift employees at my job. They can just come here, nigga. I'm gonna do some squats. <laughs> they probably, I like you. You know, I was joking before, but they probably actually have to have a clean record. Yeah. And most of those bouncers. They got a few um, yeah. assaults and some other shit on there. Yeah, you can probably get an assault on the job as a bouncer. And they probably can't pass the drug test. <laughs> yeah, that's true too. All right, man, we got some articles to do. Let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, Justin, of course, is very familiar with this place. Man drives truck through Waffle House. Wow. Winning. A Panama Beach, a Panama City Beach man tried to run over his wife. <gasps> Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that bitch didn't ask for cheese on them hash browns. <laughs> she wanted to smother, discovered, and he was like, "Fuck this, my food messed up." Uh, he tried to run over his wife and ended up smashing into a Waffle House on the Back Beach Road across from Panama City Beach, Beach Police Department. Damn. So across the street is the police department. Well, d- and he tried to run his wife in front of the police department? At least he had a short trip, you know? That bitch must have did something. You know cops was all up in there too. Because they stay in spots like this. Yep. Um, Charles Patrick O'Brien. Oh, so he's Irish. No, he was drunk. 
has been charged with attempted murder and felony criminal mischief after he intentionally drove the 1987 Ford Pickup. Nothing like a classic. Nothing like a classic. He actually got some steel in his car. That shit ain't gonna be That shit don't crumple. Yeah, yeah it shit. probably ran through the Waffle House. <laughs> <laughs> Man, he definitely he probably bagged it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he probably did. He bagged it out. And didn't have a scratch on it. Criminal mischief just sounds like it's not a big deal, though. It really does. It sounds like Loki's brother. It sounds like Thor's brother in uh in the movie Loki. Yeah. He's up to mischief. Like Dennis the Menace. I thought he was out having movie. too much fun. Yeah, <laughs> felony criminal mischief, Dennis the Menace. Um, so uh. O'Brien, oh wait, he voted through the, he drove the truck through the Waffle House building. So yeah, through he went through the front. Yeah, he went the hell I'm going. Yeah, wow. You think he was playing that? That this is our country. No. <laughs> we're not going yeah, to take it. That's against the follows music playing. No, he was playing. Yeah, he was playing. We're not going to take it. Uh, O'Brien's wife Danielle Gibbons is a waitress at the restaurant. Oh. She was struck by the vehicle and taken to the hospital for treatment. Her injuries are none life threatening, they added. Now, this is what's funny about these injuries. Because cause, uh, these news people need to start adding a little more descriptions to the motherfucking injury report. Because they'll be like, it's not life threatening. You just lost your use of your arms. Yeah, your leg is broken and your lung is collapsed. Yeah. But you'll live. You'll live. Like, if, if you're fucking injured and I'm in the hospital, the, the doctor doesn't walk up to you and just go, Doc, uh, what's wrong with me? Don't worry, it's not life threatening. So, you got I, that going on. I've been struck by a dresser by accidentally walking into this shit. And I had to sit my ass down. <laughs> that shit hurt. Yes. yes she got does. struck by a moving vehicle yes. that went through yeah. the Waffle House. Oh my god, yeah. It's one side is glass, the other side is brick. It's some broken bones in this one. It gotta be. She was struck. And then yes. she was hit by the classic, so I'm like, right. Justin. Them shits don't bend. Right. Them shits don't crumple. And it drove through a Waffle House seconds Completely before. Completely through. If it went through a brick wall, probably. Did it, did it hit her in while she was inside the Waffle Yeah, it hit her while yeah, she was so, in the Waffle so House. So it hit her and still had enough energy to go out the other side. <laughs> right. This motherfucker. And they're like, the it's not life threatening. It's she just real. <laughs> so he was at the other She'll end never. Burning. Kids, but it was not life threatening. So this bitch, and she lost her fucking toes. Like he ran over everything. No more pedicures. Before the before he crashed through the building, O'Brien called the Waffle House and attempted to speak to her, but was rebuffed. I bet she regrets that. You know, even though this dude is completely in the wrong. I got customers. You know, <laughs> fucking on my chips. Yeah, you I'm know trying she, to cook here. You know, she regrets getting that last little bit of attitude. <laughs> Tell that little short dick motherfucker stop calling up here <laughs> when I'm at my job trying to make money. Unlike his broke ass. The 87 Ford truck, nigga, it's 2011. <laughs> she was like, she was like. You ain't gonna do shit. It's like, bitch, I will drive this truck through there, and don't make me drive this truck through. Nigga, <laughs> you ain't gonna do shit. Yeah. But, I, 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 but you know who I really blame? Is I blame her coworkers, right? Because they know he crazy. Mm. That's not the first time that nigga did something. Well, I, you know how you know her coworkers know he's crazy? Nobody else is injured. Exactly. No, like they were like, what? What did he say? He said he'll be up here shortly, like in a few. Okay. Yeah, no, 
no, no, you go work the front. I'm gonna go to the back. I'm gonna just take a smoke break real quick. Yeah, uh, actually, I think we need to go. Uh, I need to go get some sour cream. I'll be back. You want this whole side? Of you want all the tips on this side? <laughs> you, you got it, girl. You take my table. You can take that table. You got Don't it, worry girl. about it. Go ahead. <laughs> I, nobody else. Nobody else. I know they told her like, girl, you sure you want to? Because you, you know every time they have an incident, you know she be at the Waffle House sharing all her business yes. with her customers and her coworkers. Dude, check out this next line. Um, while on the phone, O'Brien told an employee that he was coming to run his truck through the building and kill, I told you. And kill everyone. <laughs> wow. They listen. Yes. They listen. Apparently, she thinks he ain't, he ain't gonna do shit, girl. Why y'all running? What headlights? <laughs> headlights? Oh! Oh! <laughs> he hit him. Like, normally you hit a building... Your trajectory is turned a little bit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You hit a bump on the road, you, you swerve a little bit. Not in the 1987 Ford, dog. This Ford tough. That motherfucker take out a speed bump. My next vehicle will definitely be another Ford. Uh, <laughs> after he crashed through the building, O'Brien got out of his vehicle with a knife in hand. Damn. A witness on the scene told the News Herald that he was able to use a broken piece of, a broken metal piece of the restaurant's exterior to subdue the driver. So he beat that motherfucker with a piece of the restaurant <laughs> until the cops got there. The W from the waffle sign. But you know why? Because I bet you that was the first time he got his order right with yeah. just cheese only, no pickles on the side. And, ah! just, and his, he ain't got his food now. Yeah. I would yeah. be mad as hell too. Uh, this man uh, was jailed for knowingly infecting his girlfriend with herpes. And he did so to make sure that nobody else would want her. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> it's, it's what did, he, what, did he like come and then he was just like, oh, now you got herpes. <laughs> but no, it's the good herpes because I love you so much. My job is done here. <laughs> yes. Wow. That's how you get stabbed. Surprise. He just, he just came and then he was like, oh, you might want to get yourself checked out. Oh, he's like, <laughs> He's like, oh, you ain't leaving now. <laughs> Nobody wow. wants you. Yeah, he's just laying there having pillow talk like, hey, remember how you said you might want to see other people? Yeah, that's not a good idea. Like, uh, they might not want to see you. <laughs> you got bumps on your gooch. Yeah. The gift that yeah. keeps on giving. Yes, it does. Kara Scott accused her former lover, David Golding, of leaving her with a life sentence and described the knowledge that he had given her the disease soul-destroying. And yes, it's a white dude. The 24-year-old from Daventry, North Hampshire, said she hoped Golding's 14-month sentence would serve as a warning to others. What? 14 That's months? 14? I mean, okay, yeah. okay, all right. First of all, 14 months in prison is still 14 months in prison. I think we all agree. It's, it's uh, We're all sitting around like, compared to murder... But yeah, 14 months of prison is a while. A lot of motherfuckers out here giving herpes around left and right and ain't seen, <laughs> ain't seen a day of jail. But, number two, I don't feel like he's in that much danger because who's going to rape a man with herpes in prison? That's my point. You so, know? No, he's he's getting a paid vacation. vacation. Basically. Half the motherfuckers in prison got herpes. Maybe you know that's what I have. Who ain't going to get, if you got it, it's like raping somebody yeah. with AIDS. Who got AIDS? They're like, uh, we actually uh, roommate your roommate, HIV robbed. So, <laughs> good luck with the herpes. He doesn't seem to give a fuck. Uh, the 24-year-old, I mean, <laughs> Golden 28 was jailed by a judge who told the highways agency worker 
that he had committed a betrayal in a relationship in which you professed love. Let me ask you this though. Uh, are you gonna handcuff him and walk him to his cell? <laughs> Who gotta do that shit? Who gotta do that strip search, dog? I tra- I'll take your word. Oh, you good? You good? I'm, I'm not doing all it. the drugs. Yeah. I'm not doing. Yeah, he, he can literally have a baggie of cocaine <laughs> in between his butt cheeks. I just like I didn't see anything. Beat it. <laughs> you know, he, he's somebody going to drugs in the jail and people catching herpes from his ass drugs. <laughs> <laughs> you like? You like? We know you got the contraband. No, I don't. Well, then what's that on your lips? <laughs> Damn it, you got me, copper. You know uh-huh. the thing is, I wouldn't give him my handcuffs. I'm not going to unhandcuff him. I'm just going to be like, listen, if you try to run, I'm going to shoot you. You're right. Go ahead and walk on to back to the cell. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead. So the courts heard that Miss Scott became infected with the incurable, sexually transmitted infection within a few months of the couple meeting, but that when she confronted Goldie, he denied he was responsible. Come on, I'd be son. like, you gave it to me. How do I know that you didn't have it? Get out of my medicine closet. Put that preparation H down. Put that. Okay, I see the data before we started going out. <laughs> like, uh, of course she gave. Of course she gave it to what, us. What's that? They used to have a commercial for the motherfuckers. Preparation H. No, no. no. Uh, what is that? Valtrex. Valtrex. Yeah. Could make it go down. Th- there's no. And by the way, there's no commercial that can make herpes look acceptable. They always try to make it seem like it's no big deal. Like my herpes used to act up too. They have That's young, beautiful went. people that are yes. having fun and shit. But now with Valtrex, I go bike riding in the park every day. But you still ain't fucking. Right. And then some dude rolls up. He's like horseback riding. He's like, Valtrex has really made me be able to play polo even better. No, they had a couple coming up. I still have herpes. And I still don't. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Because I left this bitch months ago. I'm just doing this commercial. Because we're paid actors. Yeah. That's right. And I'm still not that (laughs) closer. Uh, no, we, we actually shot this shit separately. <laughs> <laughs> this is all CGI. Would you want to be the dude on the Valtrax commercial? Because more, more than likely, these people don't have right. action. But would you want to be the like, hey, I recognize you. Well, I have done a couple commercials. Right, can you put <laughs> that? Well, you, did, did Valtrax, that's yeah. why I saw you. Can you put that shit on your resume? And it's got to fuck up your club game, dog. <laughs> you cannot be at the club and get recognized, dude. <laughs> Uh, ladies, uh, can I get you guys some drinks? Ooh, no! <laughs> Not if you touched them. Bow. <laughs> yeah. I'll take my chances with paying for my drinks. <laughs> get my Lisa McDowell on. Um, so she said, uh, let's see. She added, I get angry and depressed when the herpes flares up. <laughs> oh, I bet she does. This <laughs> story is sad. Yeah, and I'm, I'm so surprised that she didn't like stab him, accuse him, and been charged with murder. It started out, it started out funny, but it's sad now. She, I get angry and depressed when the herpes flares up. Yes, <laughs> it's a disgusting reminder of him. But seeing him brought to justice has helped me move on. Jail is what he deserves. It's like the Cookie Johnson story all over again. Uh, she was she told how she confronted Goldings. He denied giving her herpes and suggested she may have been infected years earlier, as the virus can lie dormant for long periods. So this nigga had a whole backstory. He had like Googled up and Wikipedia the disease. Like, like nigga, why you know so much about herpes? He, he was like, <laughs> I knew this day was coming. <laughs> uh, actually, I printed out some literature for you to read. Uh, you could have had this for years and it lied dormant. 
And coincidentally, I have it too. I just found out the second you did. And you probably gave it to me and I just got it right away. Uh, but that can happen, as you'll see here, here, and here. Also, Mark X here signed here saying that you will not sue me. That's um, sad, man. That's sad. Uh, Golding never seemed worried about catching it from her. And he assured her that he didn't need testing and he wasn't showing any of the signs. Word. So, okay. Alright, now... That's number one sign. Your girl comes to you, Will. Oh, I have herpes. It's alright, baby. <laughs> what you want to eat tonight? What the fuck you mean it's alright? Right. Like, even, even, there's no love that strong where you won't have at least a moment of freak out. You won't have a momentary, like, what the, what the, the fuck, fuck you talking about? Yo, what yes. did you do with y'all 10 years in the game strong and she comes to you and you like, um, Right, and she's like, "Oh, uh, you should probably get yourself tested." No, I'm good. I trust you. I trust you. <laughs> How does that conversation really turn? That'll never happen. That will never fucking happen. You know, was a sign something was wrong. Yes. Um, the couple went ahead with plans to move in together because she felt grateful that Golden still wanted to be with her. Oh, uh, he was playing the herpes pimping game. Oh. He's like, he's like, baby, you just lucky I'm even here for you. So we should move in together. Don't worry, the rent is on you. Your herpes infected motherfucker. Um, you might as well be with me. Nobody else wants you. Yes, exactly. He's like, of course I didn't go to work today. You got herpes. I'm thinking about it all day. Uh, her suspicions about where she had contracted the virus remain. Goldie revealed the truth last year and admitted transmitting the infection to her. What was that like? Yeah. You think he... Was it okay? The way I can see it is either, it was either an argument and just came like, well, that's why I gave you herpes, bitch. Like it either came out like that, or it was some type of confession of love. Like either they was about to get engaged, or he was uh maybe he was uh he had just came. You know, niggas be feeling free afterwards, and they'd sit down and tell you everything. All out of anger, all out of, all out of. That's why I gave you herpes, bitch. Yeah. It's, it's, it's one of the two. It's the only two possibilities I can... Because it can't come up in casual conversation. It probably said it calmly, too. Yeah, it can't be... How was work today? Oh, I gave you herpes. Um, but, yeah, work was fine. Uh, you know, I talked to Bob. You know how he is. Like, um... But, yeah, so... After he told her, she said she felt sick and was crying so much that she couldn't breathe. He said he knew if I, if I had it, no one else would want me. I screamed, how could you do that? He's, I didn't even want to look at him, but I couldn't leave. I was convinced that I would never find anybody else. Well, she scared. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, obviously, though, what are her options? Well, go on Twitter, take a pic, take an odd picture of your titties, and niggas will be thirsty. They don't care. I got to do with herpes. Y'all you can be a listen. If if, if if my girl Gabby is out here telling people that she's a little cray cray, and dudes still hitting up, like, hey, I need to follow her on Twitter. You can probably tell somebody you got herpes and at least some people will follow you. Turn it into a positive. That shit crack. Um, around 10% of the population have genital herpes. That's a lot lower than I thought it would be. Yeah. Uh, the case believed to be the first time a defendant has... You know what's funny though? We, <laughs> we know that like a certain percentage of everybody got herpes. Never met the nigga that will come out talking about he got some herpes though. That nigga does not exist. Like, every time herpes comes up in a public setting, 10% of the people in there probably got herpes and had to be like, 
It's a disgusting disease. I know that's right. I wouldn't touch one of them nasty motherfuckers. I ain't sitting in no bus seat after you. <laughs> like, yeah. Herpes is so nasty. Mm-hmm. Right. Herpes is the worst. Anyway, yeah, I'm going to go bike riding after this. Then I'm going to go horseback riding and sit in the swing. And then I'm going to fuck my girl raw. Yes. Because I don't have herpes. I don't have herpes. I have the least herpes of all you. <laughs> Even whether he gave it to her on purpose or not, she still engaged in consensual, unprotected sex yeah. at her own risk. Well, I don't know. Purposely giving somebody an STD seems like yeah. something you should go to jail for. I don't yeah, know. I mean, how many motherfuckers, you know, like... No, I'm saying purposely this giving like, it I'm to her. How many motherfuckers had something and it was like, I'm still going to fuck this bitch, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no doubt. They should go to jail, too. It's a but felony. it never happens. If you have, I know. If you have AIDS and you fuck somebody... Unprotected and don't tell them, then you'll go to jail. I, so, I mean, I agree don't, with that. No, I'm not saying right. I disagree, but I'm saying because most people don't tell that person. Does she not have some right. responsibility of her own to say, you know? What? Everybody has responsibility anytime they have sex, right? Just like yeah. you have, but it's kind of like blaming the victim. You have responsibility that you shouldn't have went to the store at one o'clock in the fucking morning. You shouldn't have been so sex on the bad side of town. But if you get robbed. I can't go to court and be like, what was that nigga doing out your honor? Like, no, my client shouldn't have fucking robbed you. He goes to jail. So, yeah, she has responsibility That's for different. whatever. We're not, it's not neutral. No, it's, it's, <laughs> and, 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 and to me, it's the same. It's like, you should tell me that you have this and let me make the choice and the decision yeah. whether or not I want to fuck you. You took that option away from yeah, me. Yeah, you go to jail. That's where the problem Period. my mind comes from because... You didn't give me the choice to say, I don't want to fuck you. I'll say you lock up everybody with herpes, whether they did a crime or not. Just, just get them out of the city. Still the same as embezzlement. Still from people. All right. Not telling them. All right. So, um, uh, uh, uh. let's do a happier story. Springfield, Missouri. This is sent to me by our man, Asexual Muffin. Uh, formerly Asexual Homo on Twitter. And it was kind of tough retweeting him because I was like, now nah, I got to deal with the homophobia on Twitter. But, um... Uh, he, uh, this school, That's this Missouri boy. Missouri Republic School District is having its pants sued off for its shocking failure to appropriately deal with the rape and subsequent second rape of a 7th grade special ed student. Damn. Are you serious? The girl, who is not identified by name because of her age, reportedly reported to school officials in the spring of 2009 that she was raped by a classmate. Required by Missouri's child abuse reporting law to report the sexual assault to the Division of Family Services or the Green County Juvenile Authority, the school chose not to and instead told the girl that they did not believe her. Word? Well, she's special ed. Maybe she was... You know how special ed people are always making up rapes? Oh, God. Don't get me started on the amount of times that somebody with special needs has completely fabricated a rape or a sexual assault. Normal people would lie quicker a lot of times than, uh, especially if they're crazy. <laughs> what was she like? like no one could possibly want you beat it, Michelle. Oh, God. She's always talking about rape, rape, rape. It's the third time she got raped this week. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Ah. Um, the girl who is not a... Oh, it gets worse. But public school officials, including the superintendent, Vern Miner, middle school principal Patricia Mislavich, okay, and Joni Regan, who's a counselor, and the school resource office, Robert Duncan, forced the girl to endure... Multiple intimidating interrogations until she recanted her uh, accusal. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That was like, and I mean, first of all, why wasn't her parent involved? That's exactly what I was about to say. Like, or somebody there to represent her side of it, but 
Also, like, what the fuck? Like, how you gonna... So, did he rape you or did he not rape you? He raped me. No, he did not. That is wrong. Did he rape you or did he not rape you? Take it back! This story is making me angry. That's right. I want to get mad. I'm breaking everybody. The lawsuit points out that the school's own psychological profile on the girl stated that because of her disability, she would forego her own needs and wishes to satisfy the requests of others around so that she can be accepted. Now, I've seen this before. When I was in high school, there was this girl who was a tad off. But she was black, so you know how we don't necessarily believe in mental doctors and shit a lot of times. And clearly, like, her family did not take care of her, get her checked out. Like, that shit, that she should have been. That's right. Like, or some, somebody, she needed help. Everybody can recognize. Teachers, everybody. She needed help. Like, I don't know. I don't know her name. No. No, it wasn't her. I'll tell you after the show. But, um, I really don't remember her name. And this is a true story. Um, but I remember one time one of my dudes I went I I was living in my neighborhood. He I was coming out of the gym to get my wallet because I needed my lunch money. I left you know you put your clothes in your gym locker. And it was my lunch play period class, so I would go there early, put my shit in my gym locker, and then go to eat cat at the cafe and come back. So I go there and I'm I'm leaving and I see him walking out the back of the building, and he's like, "Yo, dog, yo, son, just got my dick sucked." Which I thought was a very odd way to start a conversation. You didn't say hey or nothing. Ah! No, no small talking straight to dicks up. <laughs> and then he summed it up with uh, the even more ratchet line, which was, I still got the nut in my drawers, dog. Oh! And he, he reached out like we were supposed to dap. I'm like, nigga, no! That is gross. I'm going to eat with these hands. No. Put that my finger. Right? <laughs> Pull it. And, like, and the thing is, I was such a nerd at the time, and I know shit about sex, really. So nothing in my mind was even like, oh, I probably can get my dick sucked, too. Which is what he was thinking was going to, like, he was thinking I would be like, oh, they suck okay. dicks in here? Okay. Just gonna be my question is, right. why, why the fuck does he have nut in his drawer? Right? I don't know. <laughs> but not, no, that's not my question. That's not my question. Because every self-respected man at one point in time has probably had seen his underwear. No. It just, whether it's by accident, get, happenstance, or whatever. Getting the real and then busting all in your drawers. Uh, no, no. The real question. I mean, if you don't have anywhere to wipe up. Anyway, the real ah, question ah. is this. What the fuck are you telling people? I've never <laughs> yeah. told. There's nothing I've ever been. Yo, I got nut in my socks, son. Jacked off all day today. Ah, ah. My socks hard and shit, man. I got to put these in the washing machine. But um, so so my man, my man tells me this embarrassing secret, and I walked the fuck off. Right? Didn't even like. I, the only thing I thought was that it was odd. Like I said, I was a nerd. Man, like a week later, same thing. I left my fucking wallet in my in my uh, book bag. So I go in and go get my lunch money for the day or some shit. I walk into the locker room, nigga. There is a line out the door of the locker room. Damn. Like is a and there's a nigga at the door handing out condoms. And, like I said, wow. I'm, a, I'm a nerd. I don't fucking know any better. I walk by this dude handing out condoms and just go, the fuck is wrong with him? He's like, get your condom down before you go in there. I just looked at him like, nigga, move out of my way. I want a fucking condom. <laughs> what am I going to get fucked by a dude? I just, can I get my mother? It's the men's locker room. I got my own condom. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the men's locker room, idiot. So I walk in, and then I see my boy, same dude, and he's like, yo, 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 you got to come see this, dog. You got to come see this. 
I'm like, I don't know. I see a line of niggas. <laughs> it's dark back there. I don't know. Y'all niggas handing out condoms. I don't know if niggas is getting raped up in this bitch. I need to go. Thank you. I walk around. And you know how inside of a lot of the regular locker rooms, there's also the football locker room. And that's like, that, that place stinks, by the way. Yeah, football locker room is the worst smelling. So I walk in there, and there, there are literally... Four dudes trying to fuck this chick at the same time, like wow, like trying to get a hand, trying to get a hold, and I couldn't even like I. It was so disgusting, I couldn't even really like see because it was also in the dark. I could just bet, like I was just looking like like to my eyes focused. I was like, what the fuck? Is- oh, nigga, I'm out. <laughs> I, man, I left so fast, dude. I walked right past the coach at the time, who's also one of my dad's best friends. Walked right by him, and it was like he's like, what's going on, Rod? Slow down. I was like, eh. <laughs> fucked up in there don't go <laughs> walk by man and then like uh, the next day the school was on the news for that shit so you know it's. I mean and the thing is she clearly had special needs yeah. but people just don't give a fuck this man black community I don't even know if they sued the school honestly oh, oh, not. yeah oh, that's right man, that shit happened it's just that, that's fucking crazy first of all if it's a line of niggas waiting to fuck why you gonna get in the back of the line when you just right? And why take me to the front of the line? That's that's the like that's time. the thing. I'm I'm not cool. It wasn't like oh shit, it's Rod, the life of the party. Come on up to the front of the line, dog. No, we say you a special so, face by the mouth. So like no, no I walked up so in and I'm like nigga, I wanna go home. If it's four dudes, <laughs> if it's four dudes trying to fuck her, where the fuck is you supposed to get in? First of all, there's no four dudes in the world that I'm cool enough with to fuck anyway. Who's, who, there's not even four dudes I'm cool enough with to put my dick out to. That's, it's impossible. That's the one time. Mel Shout Gibson, out to Michael Phelps. That's the one time Mel Gibson can be like, it's a yeah. pack of wild niggas. Yeah. Um, and he'd be accurate. So the lawsuit points out that the school's own psychological profile. Oh, said, okay. Essentially, the school's own file on the student said she was inclined to take back her own story under duress in order to please her teachers. It gets even worse. The school district Damn. then made the girl write a letter apologizing to her rapist and forced her to deliver it to him personally before expelling her for the rest of the year. Where the fuck are her parents? The following year, after she was permitted to return to school, officials denied her mother's request for extra monitoring and refused to separate her from her alleged rapist. Although the boy continued to attack and harass her, she did not complain to the school for fear of being expelled again. It gets much worse. In February, 20, February 2010, the boy allegedly forcibly raped the girl again, this time in the back of the school library. While school officials allegedly expressed skepticism of the girl, her mother took her to child advocacy uh, semen and an exam showed a sexual assault had occurred. DNA in the semen found on the girl matched DNA of the boy, of the boy she accused. The boy was taken into custody and juvenile court pleaded guilty to charges. Uh, wow. Wow. Yeah, oh, she, they ought to sue the Yeah, that's real fucked up. So she's suing the school. Says she school, should. School acted recklessly in conscious and disregard of the deliberate indifference to the risk of the girl's safety by failing to conduct the investigation into her allegations of rape and sexual assault by suspending her from school and, and failing to provide her from any protection from a rapist. Yeah, that's traumatizing. And the school is countersuing for attorney's fees. And calls the suit frivolous and not based in fact. Fuck you. Man, all them motherfuckers need to be raped five times by Mike Tyson. I mean, they, she went, they found. My thing is that they, 
they they took a test, they found semen, and how you gonna counteract me for your feet? Right. Man, Mike Tyson don't know how to rape nobody. So, well, I imagine it being painful and a high-pitched voice. Now, Mike Tyson be like, you wanna get on top? I imagine Mike Tyson. <laughs> you <laughs> Yeah, he did tell that white dude, I'll fuck you in the ass and make you love me. And eat his kids, and like, I, I just imagine it being a terrible moment for them. That's it. Well, oh, fuck them. Will's here. So, of course, we have Sword Ratchet. Now, there's a commercial first. So, let's let's just talk about Sword Ratchetness for a second. Will, why do you have... Why can't you make your fellow Sword owners have some responsibility, man? Look, we do have responsibility. Y'all motherfuckers would stop provoking us. And then this wouldn't happen. All right, Will. You Will. gave your side of it. No. In the case of a teenager from Douglas County accused... Of using a sword to kill his great grandmother and cut his grandmother. Oh. Tonight, that teenager is in jail. His grandmother's in the hospital. This all happened on Spring Ridge Drive in Douglasville. CBS Atlanta's Tony McNary has been oh, with investigators all country. night and has just learned some new details about a disturbing case. Yes, we have, Stephanie, and investigators, they are still here on the scene. The sheriff told me in his 40 years of law enforcement, this is one of the worst cases he has seen and his deputies used a lot of restraint. Although they were justified, they did not shoot the team. And tonight, neighbors are still in shock about this whole ordeal. They used to wave to the kid all the time. Embarrassed yeah, can't believe her 15-year-old neighbor is accused of stabbing his great-grandmother to death and cutting his grandmother with a sword. He seemed like he's a little bit um, different. Just kidding, looking with glasses and, uh, you know, just kind of shy. And Please say when they arrived at the family. You know who else wears glasses is kind of shy? Well. <laughs> That's like, listen, if Snap ever uh, interviewed me for you, Will, I'm going to give two versions. I'm gonna get the good version, how wonderful, funny guy you are, loves your family. Then I'm gonna give the other version about how you like choke bitches and, and all swords. And you like R. Kelly a lot, you really played his music. That would all be accurate. He's home once I know. arrived in Douglasville. The great grandmother, who's 77, was already dead. She was lying in the front yard. He came out uh, with a pellet gun and uh, shot two windows out of a patrol car that was sitting there. Was shooting at us uh, with the with the pellet gun. Yo, this a nigga had a full arsenal. So, no, a fucking pellet gun. Yes. Why, why do the cops not have bulletproof windows? A fucking pellet gun can break the window. You see this shit happening in Mayberry. I don't give a fuck. People don't kill people, Will. Swords kill people. Okay? <laughs> Swords kill people. And those deputies use restraint. They didn't shoot the teen. Instead, they distracted him with an explosive device. Uh, it got his attention. Uh, we uh, sent the canine unit in and hit the canine dog with the, the butt of the uh, <laughs> Uh, and at that point in time, we tased him and took him into custody. Taser, so over sword, as always. So did you distract no. him with a with a with a large explosive, or did you send the dogs to distract him? I Which think they, they, I think they, they, they did. They, they, they said they no, distracted the, the him. The dog got pistol whipped while he was pistol whipping the dog. They came in the taser from the back. I think they jingled some keys at the dumb motherfucker as he got distracted. Because the only explosive I can think of that this place could afford is the sound of a gunshot. Bullet does seem cheaper. The members say the team lost it when he was told he would have to stop playing a video game soon. And this is a nigga. What? You have to hey, I'm gonna need you to put up Halo. That's it. Where's my motherfucking sword, great grandma? 
I will kill hey, great you. Great grandma? Great grandma, I will fucking kill you. Fuck you, granny. That's yeah. somebody All right. get their ass whooped. I'm sorry. That's enough NBA 2K. No, fuck that. Sword doesn't say it's enough. Paper rock sword, bitch. Sword beats everything. <laughs> Third time this year, deputies were called about the team being violent. We've arrested him on two different occasions. Once in June, uh, where he had another sword, which is in evidence. It's not the same sword. You bragging about that? Damn. Double sword. Two swords. You bragging about that? Oh, two swords. He's not making this shit easy for us, man. This is your Boy, people, need a coalition or something. This is your people, people, Will. This is like your my people. people. Yep. I mean, if everybody's united, why can't sword on him? Hey, look. He's not part of the sword coalition. Yeah, okay. See, that's why y'all don't got an organization. Y'all don't have to claim we drafted. It's like the tea party. Cut his uh, grandmother on the foot was at that time. We police arrested him again on July 29th. We almost had to hog tie him uh, to not hurt him. The sheriff says each time they arrested the team, deputies took him to the hospital for evaluation and doctors released him. Obviously, he was a danger to himself, a danger to his family, and a danger to this community. And so why take him to the hospital? The names of the what? Why they taking him to the hospital if he's dangerous? He don't seem Lock like his a, ass in a cell. He don't seem like a danger to himself to me. <laughs> nothing, <laughs> nothing he's done so far has seemed very dangerous to him. It's been dangerous to dogs, old women, and neighbors. That's it. And, the and police. <laughs> Fuck this nigga, man. You can tell he's white because he's alive. Yep. <laughs> um, alright, so, alright, so I'm gonna skip this story. Uh, so, a bunch of people sent me this story, too. Uh, young love is never as pretty as they make it look on TV. In your 90210 or Friday Night Lights, instead of running mascara, the young ladies of Bradenton, Florida have given us strap on violence. A Florida woman is facing a felony domestic violence charge after she allegedly tried to strike her girlfriend last night with a female sex toy. Oh. <laughs> That's a felony? Yes. A felony. Now, if you yeah. It must have been a pretty big well, if you strike her with a real dick, then that's not a felony. Oh, I know I that's mean, I right. I guess she only had hard dick and bumper going for her. Uh, well, it's a felony. <laughs> it's a felony for me. I guess it depends on the size of the weapon. You know what I'm saying, fellas? <laughs> responding to a call Let's of a tap. <laughs> responding to a call of an aggravated assault with a knife. A cop interviewed Tamara Cadet and John Tavia Taylor about a conversation in the Bradenton home they have shared for more than a year. Well, gay people, you wanted to get married. This is what happened. When Taylor spoke to the Bradenton Police Department officer, she did not chase a cadet, the cadet. Oh, no, her name is Cadet, Tamara Cadet. She denied chasing, chasing Tammy with a knife in hand. Instead, noting the only thing that she threw at Miss Cadet was trying to strike her was a female sex toy strap on penis. So, yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. So, I wanted to do break. Strap on ratchetness. I'm, I, I, and I guess that'll always confuse me. You don't like men, but you still want dick. I guess okay. so. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Well, that Gay dudes don't like women, but they still want to have a hole to fuck. I don't know how it works, y'all. Yeah, at least, you know, with that one, you don't have to cook for it, clean for it, none of that stuff. Man. Yeah. It's not like gay dudes rub their dicks together and they'd be like, we both came. It's the end. No, this is what I, I wanted. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> at least I don't think so. I've never seen gay porn. Don't send me. Uh, <laughs> me either. Okay, so somebody sent me a list of the top 10 cheapest celebrity tippers. Um, I'm not sure how they calculated this one, but uh, it says uh, TMZ reported that Obama dropped Obama dropped over $200 on a burger 
lunch for him and a large group of campaign volunteers at Ted's restaurant and tipped more than 35 percent. Yes, Obama. Black people can tip. That's because all that shit is written off on the tax. But not all famous people tip. Um, and then they they go in and talk about people that make more money than Obama but don't tip much. Um, and so they go through the top ten people that do not tip good. Rachel Ray <laughs> showed up on a few lists of measly tippers. She tipped one dollar on a ten dollar tab, which is only ten percent, which is terrible. Uh, and she uh, she's also accused of promoting less than twenty percent tip on a show that millions of people watch. Uh, yeah, that show is very popular on, on Food Network. And so she went out to a restaurant or something and only tipped one dollar on ten dollar bill. Wow. That's terrible. Bill Cosby, uh, he he makes it on the just about every list because I guess he never tips. Wow. He, he is said to have once left a three dollar tip on a three hundred and fifty dollar order. Damn. Ooh, are you serious? Yeah, way to set a good example for all them ratchet ass kids you was mad about. Uh, Sean Penn, uh, he left zero on a four hundred and fifty dollar tab. Good God, asshole. You're supposed to be about helping all these people and shit. Uh, Mariah Carey, uh, she kept a restaurant open late with a very large party. Um, and her crew was very diva-ish within their demands. And despite keeping staffers jumping and high, uh, and having a high tab, she didn't leave a tip at all. I wonder how many times people have left money, but somebody else Stole picked it. that shit up. Mm. I see a few hundred on the table. But if you're a celebrity and this gets into the paper, say this happened for real. That you, even if, you know what, matter of fact, fuck it. Say you left a tip and somebody stole it. Don't you go back and make it right just because you have the money and the time and it's fucking up your rep? Or you don't even have to do it yourself. Yeah, Yeah. one of the reasons I knew Will was cool is because I remember one time we went out to eat and he, uh, or or, we were at this restaurant and he was like, oh, I ate here the other day. Uh, we need to go back. The reason we came back to this restaurant is because I didn't have the money at the time to leave this dude a tip, and I I wanted to give it, give him a fucking tip. I, I completely forgot until I got outside. I was like, shit. Yeah. He probably thinks we ain't tip. And then it was funny because the waitress we had, he wasn't the same waitress, so I had the waitress give me extra money for her. Yeah. And I gave the other dude more money than I gave her. She was pissed that. But still, you made it right. Yeah. Now, is it really that hard for a celebrity that reads, I'm a terrible tipper. I should probably change that to go back and give a better tip. Uh, Usher, you missed him. Yeah, Usher don't tip. Jeremy Piven, he don't tip. Who the fuck is he? He's Ari from uh, Honor Ride. Yep. Uh, LeBron James, he left a bill of $800 and tip 10 Damn. Barbara Streisand, she don't tip. Um, she left a ten dollar tip for four hundred fifty seven dollar tab. Wow, we yeah. do over tip then, baby. Uh, Madonna. Uh, they said it's just like the old days. Madonna comes in number one on chart, 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 blah blah blah. Doesn't always leave a tip, and she and when she does, it's a cheap one. Man, she's like, well, I had to fuck to get this money. So, oh, hmm. uh, and then Tiger Woods, who I'm not surprised. Okay, um, I knew Jordan was gonna be number one on that, right? Quick hit on this one. Abercrombie and Fitch is telling they were, they're telling the situation from the real from not the real world. Uh, Jersey Shore. Mm-hmm. They're telling him if you don't wear our clothes, we will pay you. Damn. Yes, it is like a reverse advertisement. Wear our clothes. 
Yeah, yeah. we'll pay you to not wear our shit. We don't want to be him wearing the shit is bringing the value of the shit down. Right, they're like associated oh. with trashy people. Now, what's Why funny is that I mean, Abercrombie and Fitch ain't that fucking exclusive. Like, no, there's one not. in every mall in America, like a Banana Republic. But still, the fact that they was like, nah, dog, <laughs> no, buddy. You don't get to wear our shit, dog. Who got that letter? He's wearing our shit. Mm-mm, we got to pay him not to. It says, we are deeply concerned that Mr. Sorrentino's, <laughs> they didn't even call the situation, uh, association with our brand could cause significant damage to our image. We understand that the show is for entertainment purposes, but we believe this association is contrary to the aspirational nature of our brand and may be distressing to many of our fans. So They might think that they sponsor that. So they offered a substantial payment to him and the producers of MTV to, sh- to to show him wearing that alternate brand. Couldn't they have just been like, listen, we're not giving y'all permission to um, no. show our product? No, because they're just wearing clothes. Because I see and, shit all the time, like on Bad Girls Club. Well, the thing is, they just put tape on them or whatever. Yeah, they, they blur the shit out. So why don't they just blur it out? I don't know. Maybe they just don't want them to be any, take pictures, anything. Yeah. Just keep our shit just off ban them from their stores. And if anything else, it's actually good advertisement for them, you know. So don't don't sleep on the money that is negative, quote unquote, advertising, but it's also positive advertising. Cause it's like you can wear our shit, the situation won't be. So don't worry about that. <laughs> and there's like, a lot of people like, that will go for that. This is more exclusive than you thought. Um. So this woman, she ain't shit. Sent her boyfriend pictures of her uh, doing child abuse to their kid to like talk to like part him. That's some ain't shit that's stuff. Some, that's some stupid shit. Yeah. She wanted the baby father to believe she was torturing, even killing her one-month-old child. So she sent her pictures. She sent. She sent him pictures and gruesome text messages documenting the abuse she said she was committing. They found the police found the boy and he wasn't hurt. Um, but the mother of two, because you know, you need two of these things in case you fuck the first one up doing a gag. Um, wow. Yeah. So she uh, she was arrested Wednesday. In a series of text messages, Lester said to Callaway, the young mother claimed she did not want the baby and squeezed him until he's gasping for air, urinate in a bottle and feed it to him, put him in the dresser and slam it. Those are her threats that she texted this dude. And they were, they were accompanied by disturbing images, police said, of the baby in a variety of stage positions, upside down in a trash can, Shoved under two motel mattresses and laying down with a cell phone charger in his mouth. Motherfucker. I killed him. Wow. I don't care if them shits were staged or not. She had to go. She took all that time to just set up the evidence to perfectly go to jail. Um, yeah. Like, like that is the yes. most open and shut. Like literally, you can just go to the your honor. Look at my phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just flip to the next text message. Yeah, you see that? Uh look at the pictures. Okay, so can we get out of here? The life? Okay, cool. All right. Um, so this dumbass dude who's a, a thief stole somebody's purse. Um, and a Selena's woman recently received a picture of the man on her photo bucket account. Damn. What makes this picture so special is that the woman recognized the person in the photo as the guy who stole her purse. Apparently, what the suspect did not know is that the stolen phone was set up to automatically send pictures to a photo sharing website called Photo Bucket. Ah! So this nigga took a picture of himself with her phone and went to her photo bucket account and it's here, but she just told the cops. Damn. Um, the, the cops say they don't know why he took the picture. 
but they're happy to have some information to share with the public. So of course they put this picture out everywhere. So yeah, be catching you soon, sir. Yeah, good job, dumbass. Speaking of dumbass criminals, this is my favorite story. Police say a Lincolnville man accused of stealing a credit card was caught this week after he called the issuing bank to check how much credit oh, he had left God. on the card. <laughs> Jesse Grinnell, 22, recently stole a backpack from a vehicle parked at a bistro in Camden. Uh, according to police reports, Camden police contacted the police in Belfast on August 9th to alert them that the stolen car had been used twice at a Belfast variety. Uh, oh, store called Belfast variety. A total of $165 in charges have been illegally racked up on the card. The video surveillance system at Belfast Variety captured footage of the two fraudulent transactions, but no one re recognized the man using the card. However, when Grinnell allegedly called the Bank of America to double-check the remaining credit on the stolen card, the bank automatically recorded his phone number. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So they got a mugshot of the dude from a prior arrest. And it was the same dude that stole the card. So they basically found him that way. Wow. But Idiots. People are stupid. They don't. Technology, man. Yeah, I, I'm not reading this story because it's going to break Justin. He's already pretty broken. Um, but this is the last story I want to read. And it's kind of an important story. The Black Caucus, you know, uh, the CBC as they like to call them. Mm -hmm. uh, they're tired of making excuses for Obama. Alright, and now I had a long conversation with my man, uh, Tunji from the, the uh, Fill in the Lanes podcast, and he's a big fan of Cornell West, and anytime I say something about Cornell West, he starts going back and forth about how, you know, it's but it's true, he's attacking Obama, but a lot of the stuff he's saying is true, and I have to be like, yes, I get what you're saying, which is why him bringing up Obama's race and trying to drum up all this other shit is just making him look worse. Like, he's too smart to not know how to frame his message. Yeah, you know? and a better light. That's right. It's like, I walk in here, say Justin stole my wallet. I walk in the room, Justin, you stole my wallet. Karen and, and Will are looking. And like, uh, give me my wallet back, Justin. He's like, man, I ain't got your wallet. And I'm like, it's right there in your pocket. Also, you're a premature ejaculator. At some point, it's just like, what the fuck are you talking about? That has nothing to do like, with Like, why'd you bring yes. that shit up? Now I'm not on your side anymore. No, I'm not, because you're I'm an actually, asshole. You're like, but I'm telling the truth. I'm telling the truth, son. It's like, no, like, you shouldn't you, know that. Yeah, but how you know that, man? Yeah, like, why are you taking it so personal? Oh, you, you got the jizz in the draw still. Right. Why you got to use me for the example? Because <laughs> <laughs> we'll be gone for a few weeks. We'll be gone, man. <laughs> So Just, during, I know the truth hurts. <laughs> during the summertime, I like to bend that. Yes, <laughs> it's like, it's like yeah. a right. That's that, well. That's the thing. That's the thing that I, I was saying about um the racism thing. Cornell West's uh, assertion is that oh, Obama is the black mascot of Wall Street, and then he's scared of a free black man. And people are like, well, he must be telling the truth. Obama won't say anything. He's a president. He can't fucking say anything. You can't address. Racism no, from the fucking over office. You can't have a one of your sit downs, sit downs, and be like, "Listen, I'm not addressing racism as a whole. Um, I actually just want to specifically talk about Cornell West. I'm not afraid of free black men. I mean, basically dignifying his shit. So, um, you shouldn't tell him to say it to my face. Yeah, fight me, <laughs> fight me, motherfucker. Like, is that what they waiting on Obama to do, dog? Come on, just man. Need to do a press conference. He need to do some sideways fun like Jay Z. Like yeah. he need to get Jay Z to write him a uh, a speech 
Yeah. Breaking sideways, like all these motherfuckers. Do that why I still got uh, I still got love for you shit. Yep. Um Alright, so uh but and basically my whole point with Cornell is this. Look, you're too smart to fuck your own message up. Stop I I told Tunji this and I've told him a hundred times, but he don't wanna hear it, so he'll just keep making me repeat myself. And I told him I'm not repeating myself. Like you can go back, it's on Twitter. Go back, read those tweets, because I answered every question you had so far. Because it's like, but if he's telling the truth, why should he do such and such? I'm like, because he's trying to frame his message. You're trying to frame a message and you really wanted to get to somebody. There's certain shit you say and certain shit you leave out. You're right. Leave out the racism, and all of a sudden, Cornell West sounds like a dude that cares about poor people. Leave out the fact that you, you know, didn't get invited to the inauguration and that you were very upset by that, and you don't sound like a bitter-ass hater. <laughs> right, you, who hurt you? And he sounds right. way, he's way too fucking smart to not know that. You know, it's like when you want your woman to do the dishes. You don't just walk in the fucking house, kick down the door, break a dish onto the ground of the kitchen and go, clean all this shit up. It's, I mean, okay, Will does that. But, and it works. <laughs> but for most men, it is not gonna work. No, it is not. You know, even Will can only say that when he knows that T is not listening to this show. I said when she's not. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, bitch, where the fuck are you? Yeah, this yeah. house is not clean. Yeah. She walks in the door and be like, what the fuck are you saying? Yeah. I was like, huh? What um, are you doing at home? Oh, I was just getting ready you, to go uh, yeah. wash the dishes real quick. <laughs> yeah, actually, I broke a dish. I'm cleaning up. <laughs> oh, you go back to bed, baby. But, okay. um,. But yeah, so so like I was saying that he fucked his own message up because he could be a great advocate for the poor. He he has a lot of good things to say about the administration that as a whole approach to jobs and and not uh, having a real economic job policy on the books that could create and stimulate growth. He has a good uh, there's actually really good criticism to be had about how the uh, unemployment is affecting black people at a much higher rate than other races. These are good, valid issues. But when you couch that shit in, the nigga ain't invite me to the motherfucking inauguration, son. And I, you lose so much credibility. Stop saying that. And I guarantee you, Cornell West probably wanted a job. And Obama was like, I can't roll with you because of how you act. Well, just the, the fact act. that you would even think that is his fault. That's what I'm saying. Like, if we're going to say that, well, Obama needs to change his message. He needs to frame. He needs to understand how people are going to react. That has to apply to everybody. The same thing applies to Cornell West. Even though he doesn't hold public office, he still is trying to use the public to get his opinion out. So his criticism falls flat because it sounds like a personal indictment that from, from grudges. And, and he needs to take the grudges out of his fucking speeches, out of his interviews. Because when every interview I've seen where he doesn't bring it up sounds much more reasonable. But I know he's a hater from other shit he says, so my mind is already like... Or you could just be saying that because you're personally mad at The thing is, it doesn't sound genuine. Right. It sounds like a dude that's, that's saying these things to be on the platform because no one really gave him any attention when he was just really bashing Obama. Now just here... On, just on other general slams. Now here is some actual criticism that I, I can understand. This is from the CBC, Congressional Black Caucus. Uh... They told a, uh, an in front of an audience. They did a like for the people jobs initiative tour, and uh, they 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 told uh, they told oh, they told an audience in Detroit that they don't put pressure on a President Obama because he's loved by black voters. But at the same time, Representative Maxine Waters said members of the CBC are becoming increasingly tired and frustrated with Obama's performance on the issue of jobs. 
Even as she expressed support for the president, Waters virtually invited the crowd to unleash us the, to pressure Obama for, uh, for action. Now, I can understand this. I can get behind that. One, we do vote for Obama at a very high clip. We should, because the other alternative yeah, is exactly. somebody that's not going to do shit for you. So, I get that. But, I understand what she's saying. Look, y'all love this dude. We all love having him as a symbol. We love seeing a black man be successful. That's cool. But, what's the point of having him if you can't put any pressure on him? So, I would like for the voters to get behind us criticizing him to help the voters. Well, let me comment on that. I I can't agree with that because Obama actually has put some things in place. I agree. People. I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. He doesn't get enough credit for certain things. 100%. I definitely But, but no, I mean, for poor people that he no, put in place. No, the stimulus, the stimulus, first of all, the first stimulus, which they, people are like, it's just going to give money to Wall Street. But within that, you say like car manufacturing jobs and shit like that. You know, or it saves some companies from fucking destruction that do employ black people. Also, there's also there's uh he lower um he actually lowered taxes on our paycheck, our payroll deduction tax. Um, so if you know if you got a job, that's a help, especially if your ass is broke. Well, he did um, he did something else though for community colleges across America. He created programs to actually people can go for free. Right. Get all their tools and things for free. And for those that maybe didn't get um, basic reading or math skills, can learn those at the same time. Learn a trade like auto mechanics, um, heating and air conditioning, HVAC, uh, welding, uh, pharmacy technicians, jobs that people actually have to have some type of uh, skill to not, have. Not to mention also he made uh, within the stimulus for... Um, you know, for the real estate stuff, he actually couched in there for the banks, like, look, it's going to be much harder for y'all to just foreclose on motherfuckers and kick him out of the house. There's all types of programs now, and actually, one of my friends has a job through this program. He got hired, where all he does is talk to people that are about to get foreclosed on and give them their alternatives when it comes to different programs that can help you keep your fucking house. If that's not helping, quote-unquote, poor people, then I don't know what it is, because there's so many people in this economy that were literally one check from the poorhouse and about to be kicked out of their house that and they're being helped by these programs. That's the other comment I was going to say is I don't think they understand or really... I, my version of poor and maybe their version of poor is different. Well, part of uh, it is also that race race and class are combined in America. And so for a lot of people, whether it's right or wrong, they feel like if it ain't helping black people, then it ain't helping the poor also. You know, so if it was, you know, if it was not a black person, that if it's not a huge group of black people getting help, and then there's also this onus that we put on Obama as the quote-unquote black president, like he's the president of the black people, and he's supposed to have a job program just for the black people because he's black and put up the pound sign and solidarity, and that's that's just not a realistic way to think that anyone can govern the country because it's the president of everybody. But we still, what, right or wrong, that pressure will always be there from black people. Yeah, so the, the, question, the question I have is, they're, they're sitting there bitching and moaning and complaining about blacks not uh, being disproportionately affected by unemployment. It doesn't matter if he was president. It doesn't matter if he adds jobs. Right. Whatever he does, blacks will still be disproportionately yes, affected by true. unemployment. They're, gonna, they're, they're trying to make it seem like, well, if Obama would add jobs, all the black people that don't have jobs. Yeah, that, well, that's another thing, he's too. The um, they always, uh, and he's, like I said, he's LeBron James on the Cavs. Um, he gets the, all the wins, all the losses. So, 
anytime there's an issue, motherfuckers have no protocol anymore. This is something that you need the support of your Congress and your own Democrats. Something he's never really had. Even when they had a super majority, you still had blue dog Democrats who were not going to fucking vote for him. Lieberman campaigned for McCain. Campaigned. The thing that kills me is... Like, there's no Republican that's out of pocket like one, that. One thing... Where's that Republican at that's like, nah, dog, I'm actually going to campaign for uh, Obama thing, this year. There's a couple of things that I really admire about Republicans. For one, if some shit pops off, they will act like that shit is not important. Yeah. They will sweep that shit under the table. And Democrats will just let shit go. Yeah. But if Democrats do something, they will blow it up. He'd be like, hey, man, he farted in the public. Oh, right. my God, a president with absolutely no, no, <laughs> no etiquette. He right. should be impeached. Right. I mean, I, I admire them for, you know, yeah. handling business like that. And the biggest thing, man, Republicans are... are they're they're a solid group. Yes. they decide. They are we, the board. We yeah. are going to do. And this. everyone stop following. You will get on. Yes. Yes. The Democrats yeah, is yeah. like, hey, I think we should do this. Well, you know, I'm not really down with that. Yeah. Well, we got enough people to make it happen. Yeah, but yeah, but that ain't oh, my no. issue, dog. That ain't my principle. Hey, that's all you. So it's yeah, like and, that's the, that's the shit that, that irks me. And before Obama was being soft and shit, and that really hurt me. It's like, yeah. dog, force the shit down their throat. And now he's trying. He ain't got no backup from his right. people. Yeah. You can't talk shit when you when don't you have no backup. Go ahead, and, 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 I, and I guess the thing that upsets me about it is that a lot of people try to pretend and sweep the stimulus package underneath the water like it didn't say jobs. Right. Um, what they fail to realize, a lot of these black people work a lot of these manufacturing jobs and all these other jobs that would have been affected if they would have allowed some of these companies to go under. Um, and also, like y'all said, with blacks having a higher unemployment rate, we should put pressure on him. Don't get me wrong. And we also should um, push for the people that you voted in the office to represent you better. Yeah. And that's where the problem comes in. A lot of times... We they want to go straight to the president because yes, but you, you Like, if he was some white dude, we'd be like, we need to go to the proper channel, but he's black. is like, hey, nigga, hey! Where my job at, son? So, so all I'm saying is, what jobs will Obama create where black people will have first right. dibs on? And the other... Oh, the, well, first well, of all, how do create jobs? Like, that's not his responsibility no, to it's walk not. around creating shit. Well, well look, first of all, every president is going to... Regardless, and this happens regardless of race, every president gets to be the name that people get mad at. That's just part of being president. Yeah. But go ahead, Karen. And, and, and my thing is that, like Will was saying, I think of it like this... It kind of just upsets you that people don't want to go through the proper channels. They don't want to put the pressure on their congressmen. These are the people that make the laws. These are the people that pass the laws. These are the people when stuff comes up, they make the decisions. Like when they had the uh, the big thing that just passed with the uh, debt ceiling. Everybody tried to act like it was Obama that was sitting there with, you know, making the decision. But it was not him. The shit had to be passed. Well, that's just, like I said, that, that's just part of being president, though. Like, I don't. Like the, I don't, I think, like just liking Obama, you know, I like Clinton too. But everything was the Clinton this, the Clinton that. Like that's just part of politics. There, if you make it, you have a success, that's on you as president. You have a failure, that's on you as president. Um, I do think there's some added stuff to it racially because, like I said, black people act like Obama can give us the hookup at McDonald's and shit. Um, but but his critics though, one thing I, one of the reasons I'm actually critical of Cornell West and Tavis Smiley. 
here's the CB, CBC. This is an issue for them. They've been talking about jobs for a fucking year now. Mm-hmm. You don't combine efforts with them. You don't try to go find your the politician and build grassroots from the ground up. You just hop on a fucking bus and hey. pose for some TV cameras and stop for two hours in all these cities and talk about we helping the poor. It's the poor tour. But all you're really doing is waiting for the camera to come on and start talking shit about Obama. You're not actually evoking any change. You're not and, and because you marginalize yourself with this criticism of him as a person, more so than just president, but on a personal racial level, you pretty much call him a man a sellout. Uh, yeah, dog. It's a reason that you're not getting traction. It's a reason that people are dismissing you. And I'm hopeful for the CBC because they're basically saying, look, we don't put pressure on the president. Uh, that's what Waters told the audience at Wayne County Community College. Let me tell you why. We don't put pressure on the president because y'all love the president. You love the president. You're very proud to have a black man. First time in history of the United States of America. If we go after the president too hard, you're going after us. And that's a true statement. I agree. I, I think that is definitely something. Now, first of all, it kind of should be that way to an extent. Like, if you're just going to go ham on the president for no reason, then, yeah, we got to be that. Um, the other thing, though, is, and I would love to see stats on this, but there's got to be something about the fact that we don't go to college enough. We don't uh, yeah. graduate high school at a high enough rate to where I'm sure that's part of the reason we're disproportionately affa- affected by jobs. I mean, if you don't have the qualifications to get a job, there's no law, there's no stimulus, there's nothing a president can do and that's to it. offset that. Yeah. And especially when you add in the, the, the racial factor of just preference when it comes to getting a job. Like, this fucking double stacked against you. And that's what I was saying when I was like, what jobs is he going to have where black people going to have first dibs? No matter, you can add, you can add one million jobs to the damn economy next month. Black people will still be the ones that get the jobs. Motherfuckers can... Excuse me, Karen. Motherfuckers can convert the metric system in their head to sell some dope, but you can't take a calculus class. Right. You can't. You can't take your own statistics class. Come on, son. Yeah, I, like that's the thing. Some owners has to go in the community, but of course, these politicians are pandering right now. They're in Detroit. There's a 32 percent unemployment rate for Black people in Detroit. Shout out to my man, Mr. Span. You know what I'm saying? I was unemployed for a bit. I know the struggle, dog. Is not like it's a mental thing, yeah. and you do get angry. You do want to blame somebody, but at the same time. If you're not going to go make yourself competitive, like you can't, you put it like this. There needs to be unity in this approach. Black people need a lobby. I'm disappointed in Smiley and West because they could have been ahead of this. They could have been faces for this lobby if they wouldn't have ruined their image. They could have been people that people listen to. They could have went to communities and been like, look, y'all need to get y'all shit together education-wise and get your ass in there so I can go to the president together with the CBC with other with the NAACP where I can come together with the pre- to the president and say listen we have a lobby and we have a plan these are the, our issues can you address these issues instead it's just a bunch of tentacles of hydra just all reaching out to the president at once and it's yeah. a very ineffective way to communicate a message yeah they working together and not being solution oriented they they just being antagonists and just right. adding to it like I would just like my question for this. I'm, I can't right after this. Go ahead. My question, my question for for all of these people would be like, okay, you're mad. What do you want the president to do? What is what is the thing he's not doing? Cause cause it's very it's pandering at, at its worst to just go. 
get poor people some jobs. Get black people some jobs. Okay, how how would you like to do? What is the plan? What's your what are, idea? Right. What is the thing that Obama needs to do to get this done for you? And more importantly, why aren't you floating this shit up the chain before you just go directly to Obama anyway? But but that's my question. What are, what is it that they want that he's not giving them? Because just saying jobs is kind of like just saying generic. Right. It's I just want rain. Well, it's not going to rain outside. You That's see like the weather. We need Where is my rain weather, man? <laughs> it's hot outside. <laughs> okay. Okay, you're complaining made it cool down just a little. Okay, keep right. complaining because it's going to get degrees. cool. And my biggest thing, back to one of the things, Will was talking about the unemployment rate. The thing is that you keep hearing, when like, I listen to NPR News, they talk about the unemployment rate and how it's so high. And they keep talking about how they keep getting these jobs, but it's all in the tech industry. And the thing about it is that there's no schooling that's at a reasonable rate because even community colleges and all that stuff hiking their rates up and things like that where if you're in the poor and underclass regardless of the color of skin who has $200 for a class? Well, see, Obama hooked them up. Right, Justin said earlier that Obama, he has programs I'm telling you at the community colleges which is in every county and you don't see them here talking about making people aware of that. No. They're here just talking about Obama because this is one... He's easy. He's an easy target. It's easier to rile up a room of unemployed motherfuckers at Obama than it is to be like, hey, so you kind of only have a manufacturing job. You don't really have any, you know, skills. Like, you're not computer literate. It would really behoove you to get into a classroom and and, and start working on some technical skills. And it's free. Right. For tools, everything. And that's the stuff that... They need to push. They need to say, okay, we understand you want jobs, but what are you doing to put yourself in a better position to get a job? Right, and there's no problem with that, but one, that's not pandering. That won't get you reelected. It doesn't sound, it's not a good press bite on the on the, on the the news, the sound bite on the news. You don't want to blame your voters. And right, you're blaming, your, you're blaming the voters. But then two, say that. Say that in a, in a progressive and, and, yeah, way, and, but then flip it and be like, and I will take this to the president because right now it's like just taking... Somebody that ain't that that isn't able to help themselves to somebody and going, can you do all the work for them? As opposed to being like, we have a fucking task force of people who are retrained, ready, and able to work. I need you to give me to go on some technical jobs, some you know something where they can get behind a computer. And they have and, the people and get the jobs, and he did that the first when he first the first month he went to office. Those are the one things that uh, he that he implemented. Well, if you if you think about it, it's not like. It was a few years ago when a whole bunch of people had jobs and everybody was working. Right now, there's a lot of motherfuckers out of work. And I'm yeah. not talking about just poor people. I'm not right. talking about just people in general. Yeah, I'm not talking awesome. about ignorant, yeah. uneducated people. So you're talking about there's a lot of people that need jobs. There's people out there with degrees, right. with experience, that are going for the same jobs. Yep. So you want the poor people, because that's who your constituents right. are, those, those who are your voters for the CBC. Right. You want them to get a job, but what? How the fuck is somebody who's poor and uneducated and completely gonna beat out somebody? Yeah, it's gonna beat out somebody. Well, the other thing too, um, she she brought up. She said the Congressional Black Caucus loves the president too. We've supported. Uh, we're supportive of the president, but we're getting tired, y'all. We're getting tired, and so we what we want to do. We want to give the president every opportunity to show what he can do, and he's prepared. To, what he's prepared to lead on. We want to give him every opportunity, but our people are hurting. The unemployment is unconscionable. We don't know what the strategy is. We don't know why on this trip that he's in the United States now, why he's on this trip. 
Uh, he's not in any black community. We don't know that. Um, so, because he is on a, a jobs tour right now, and he's talking. I read an article yesterday. He's going to unveil unveil after Labor Day his jobs plan. Um, and part, you know, not don't don't be surprised if this isn't part of it too, though, uh, because he could be working in cahoots with them, where he's like, hey, everybody, it's time y'all can put pressure on me for my own party about these jobs. Because I actually do have a plan that I'll be unveiling in a month. So let's get, because he's out talking about the shit and he hasn't unveiled his plan either. Yeah, he's and supposed he, to unveil it in like two weeks. Yeah, he's, so he's actually putting pressure on himself right now with the whole like, I got a plan, y'all. Anyway. Wait till I drop this mix. You know, so that could be part of it. But more more likely, I think they're just pandering to their base. And they're so trying to get, is. they're trying to make themselves look better. And right now, what looks better than being like, it ain't my fault and my responsibility you ain't got no job. It's the president, y'all. Let's just go up there. And the fact that in her speech she said, I don't know what the plan is. I don't know what we're going to do. So you don't have a plan. You just mad. Yeah. I mean, they, they want the motherfucker to be Santa Claus, man. They always just do everything, show up and just solve all our problems, but you don't want to bring any gifts to the table. How, how many of these motherfucking constituents for the CBC voted since 2008? Right. I'm just saying. I doubt it's, it's a very large, uh, very large number. So she said, all I'm saying to you is we're politicians. We're elected officials. We're trying to do the right thing and the best thing. When you let us know it is time to time to let go, we'll let go. And somebody in the audience said, let go. So basically saying, go ahead and criticize the president if you've been holding back. Um, like I said, I have no problem with the president being criticized. There are some legit criticisms of Obama and his administration that I that I would I would not even argue. I'd be like, yeah, you're right. They they came to the table soft on this. Uh, you know, they didn't frame this message correctly. Uh, they were behind when it came to the Republicans uh, on defending Obamacare, quote unquote. They just now unveiled the well. Obama does care. It's gonna we're gonna change it to Obamacare. You know, and trying to die. Like, you're late on that, dog. They've been dissing you up with that shit for like two years. It's like yeah. if Nas came out with Ether three years after Jay Z dropped <laughs> Blueprint. You know what I mean? It's like, now that the Blueprint 2 is out, Ether, bitch! Oh! Like, I know you thought I forgot, so. The king of irrelevance. Yeah. So, so, so I definitely feel them on that, but in general, man, I just gotta say, you can't be getting at the president without a plan. Have a plan, people. Even Cornell West. What's the fucking plan? I have never seen this dude advocate his plan to fix anything. It's only attacks on Obama. Yeah. You have a fucking tour. Bring some shit to for the, the table. poor, and yet you have not once said this is what we need to do to fix this. And is he even helping any of the poor people doing this? Well, he lets some of them clean his bus. He gives them two or three dollars, and then they have something ah. to eat for the day. All right, man. We've gone on long <laughs> enough. Um, this is of course the Blackout Tales podcast, and. It's been Rod, Will, Justin, and Karen up in here. Uh, follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm said that again. That is in D-A-T. I'm Mr. Montgomery, Mr. Underscore Montgomery. And I'm Rhyme Over Reason. Don't forget to go to theblackouttips.com uh, where you can sign up for our forums. You can uh, go to the store that we have now, buy swag. Uh, shout out to Walk Less. He was the first one that bought something and took a picture of it when it got to his crib. Yeah. Got a shot glass so all his drunken nights My on us. Um... Also, um, don't forget to donate to the show. Of course, you can do that shit. Read the blog. Keep submitting your pictures at, through our email, theblackouttips at gmail.com. Take pictures of your food. If they're not struggle food, they're not struggle plates, I will put the shit up and we'll talk about it. 
Um, also, don't forget, you can find us um, on Twitter. Did I already do that? Mm-hmm. At Roger yeah. All right, you can find us on Google Plus. I'm yeah. Rodimus, last name Prime. Say that again, first name. Say that again, last name. I'm Will Montgomery. Y'all can find me there. Will you on Google Plus too? Yeah, man. Shit, I got to get on there. I'll um, be late. And, of course, you can call the show 704-557-0186 to talk to us live on Saturday morning when we do our feedback show. Uh, this show is brought to you by Auditions, Do's, and Don'ts. Uh, Shadow Dial Productions. Uh, it's about instructions to not fuck up your interviews, actors, and entertainers when you're trying to audition for shit. And some of y'all motherfuckers that ain't working, you might want to get this too. Right. It'll help you in everyday life. Brush your teeth. It's only $6 plus shipping. So, you know, brush your teeth is probably step one. You know, maybe do that before. Maybe that's in the extras. How about actually ironing your clothes, motherfucker? The dryer don't <laughs> fix everything, okay? <laughs> come, if your character is a homeless man, don't come in character. You know, come, come dressed up. But, um, alright, man. Well, I think that's everything. Until next time, love you. You too. Mwah! The same suit that he was buried in Similar to the one his grandfather was married in Yes, he was still fresh to death Blame two it rings The chain laying on his chest He still had it cause they couldn't find it And the bullets from his enemies Sat like two inches behind it Smelled the Hennessy from when his niggas got reminded And poured out liquor in his memory He didn't mind it but He couldn't sip it fast enough So the liquor was just filling the casket up Floating down by his feet Was the letter from his sister Second grade handwriting simply read I miss ya Jacket pocket held his baby daughter's picture Right next to it, one of his man stuck a swisher He had a notion as he lay there soaking He saw that the latch was broken He kicked his casket open and he This life goes passing you by It might go fast if you lie You born, you live, then you die Oh, 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 oh If life goes passing you by Don't cry If you're breaking the rules Making your moves, yeah. paying your dues Chasing the cool Not at all nervous as he dug to the surface Tarnished gold chain is what he loosened up the earth with He used his mouth as a shovel to try and hollow it And when he couldn't dirt spit, he swallowed it Working like a, hmm, reverse archaeologist Except his buried treasure was sunshine So when some shine through a hole that he had drove It reflected off the gold and almost made some blind He grabbed onto some grass and climbed Pulled himself up out of his own grave And looked at the time on the watch that had stopped Six months after the shots that had got him in the box Ringing Haney out of socks Figured it was hours because he wasn't older Used some flowers to brush the dirt up off his shoulders So with a right hand that was all bones And no reason to stay, he decided to walk home So this life goes passing you by It might go fast if you lie You born, you live, then you die Oh, 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 oh If life goes passing you by Don't cry If you're breaking the rules Making your moves, paying your Chasing the he begged for some change to get him on the train. Damn, the nigga stank is what they complain.